Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 31 of the No Podcast. We are No Outside Food or Drink, the Southeast premiere video game podcast. Tonight, we have hot impressions of new release, Super Mario Party. October's games will go on PlayStation Plus. Telltale Games continues to lay off its skeleton crew. The author of the Witcher novels wants compensation for his IP. A possible Harry Potter RPG has been leaked. Uh, Google is going forward with its rumored game streaming service, and we may be getting new Switch hardware late next year. I'm your resident Mario Party champion. No podcast Mario Party champion, mm-hmm. Richard Bergman. What, nothing? Russell's just shaking no. his head, Cesar ignores. I mean, none of these people saw it, so we could okay, all, so normally, we get all the diet. Normally in Mario Party, there's like random shit at the end. I had two stars going into the finale. I thought I was going to lose them. It didn't happen. They don't take away stars at the end. I thought they did. No. I'm joined by second place finisher. Third. Third place finisher. Russell Bergman. Got item! Except I never did get a single fucking item the entire game. Not throughout the whole game. Yeah. And I was burning them up like every round. Yep, all of you were. Second place finisher, Cesar Concepcion the second. I was praying that it would all finish in five rounds instead of ten, but that did not happen. The minigames were actually great, and you enjoyed yourself thoroughly. Debatable. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm sure we will get to that debate. And last place, Monty Mole, Michael McClown. Hmm. How do you oh, feel about your performance? It's quite a lot of alliteration there. <laughs> it was. Monty Mole, Michael McLeod. Oh, God. You had the most traveled uh, award. Yay. You kept... <laughs> you finally got a star. <laughs> I had the, the most nonchalant character that just didn't give a fuck like half the time. You kept rolling and rolling his, and rolling. Uh, his, his after minigame expressions were just like, yeah, whatever. Shit happens. He was kind of chill, like win or lose on most of those yeah. rounds. It didn't really matter to him. Yeah. I saw a couple times he was like, so it's like me. I just, yeah, whatever. I'm having fun. I just keep rolling. Yeah, I don't, I don't really need to win. I just need to have fun. So, Super Mario Party came out for the Nintendo Switch today, and I think we all picked it up. Even the one of us that's denying having purchased it. I didn't pick it up. <laughs> He's going to end up purchasing it. <laughs> I won't. And we popped it in, and we played. <laughs> it was actually the first time we've all played a game together. So, we played some couch co op. Super Mario Party. Except for Halo. That's right. We, we have play. played, Halo played Halo with Halo. other people. That's mm-hmm. with way more than just four. I can't remember what I got going out. I think I'd spend all that money on uh, Luigi's Mansion instead. That comes out next Friday. For next week? I'm mm-hmm. excited. Damn. Something else comes out next week Split that people games. won't get. What is? What is it? I thought there was something. Was I, it I, Assassin's I, Creed was this past week, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Next Friday is uh, so Black Ops and Luigi. Red Dead is in two weeks, I think. I feel there was something that I wanted next week in particular. But I can't and remember Tuesday is Disgaea complete. Oh, it's uh, World Ends With You. I, I did see yeah. that Disgaea was on the list. Are we really excited about The World Ends With You? What's, I our, am. Height, what's our height meter on that one? Nine out of ten. It's an iOS port. And then I can get it on the iPad for like 20 bucks, maybe. Playing footsie with somebody down here. That's weird. <laughs> What's happening? Someone looks sheepish. I think it was Russell. I'm to go home now. <laughs> all right. We've all been violated. Nope. It's time to go. That's why I wear shoes. <laughs> That's the secret. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just wanted to pop but, my knee. Exactly. Too so bad. The two, bear, the two bear would have people touch each other. So, yeah. Y'all were skin to skin. Y'all were skin to skin contact. You just would have been skin to shoe contact if you had me. We're going to need a bigger table. (laughs) How did that even happen? We we do have a rather large recording table. I mean, I have long legs. He has long-ish legs. Did you both stretch at the same time? Yeah, kind of. Kind of, sort of, yeah. I thought it was the table at first. I thought it was the table, too, and I was like, that's not the table. I'm glad I didn't try to wrap my toes around it or something. (laughs) Where is this going? All right. It's it's going to games played is where it's going. All right, so we all played Mario Party. We did a 10-round 
uh, Mario Party, Super Mario Party, Mario Party. We picked the island level, mm-hmm. per Michael's suggestion. Michael, you played as Monty Mole. Cesar was Bowser Jr. Russell was Mario. I was I Luigi. What do we think, guys? Was it Grapefruit It was Paradise fun. Or something? I liked it. What's the name of the... It was something Paradise. Stage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I loved it. It was great. It was good times. Uh, we weren't all in one car, which was Everything wonderful. that I hoped it would be. What the past two have been, 10 and 9 were in the car? And 9 and 10, you're all together. There was an eight at Goodwill the other day, and I was like, "Oh my God, they're shining upon me." I never find something like this. Open it up; it's empty. I looked no at it disc. too. Same one. Yep. No disc. Yeah. It's like people know. Yeah. Who right steals now. from a thrift store? I found it. Is that common? No, it's more common. You, every time stores. I, I find something, I feel like is just a gem. It's, it's half time gone. No disc, or it'll be something. Uh, you pick up a PS2 RPG, and there's a copy of. ATV Off-Road Fury on the inside. Yep. No. Or Madden 04 for PS1. Mm-hmm. No. That Goodwill No RS is real bad. I've noticed half the time the disc is not right. That same one that we're referring to? Yeah. I'm pretty sure we go to the same one. So, so thrift game. <laughs> Mario Party. You guys had a good time? Yeah. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I could go for another round or two. I would play Let's do round. it. But, um, Let's do it. Not I right think now. it was great. I think it captured all of the good aspects of the first several. Uh, had a lot of one, two, and three that everybody loved and enjoyed. The 64 um, titles. Yeah. Before they started doing the annual burnout. Yeah. So it was super fun. I think we had a blast with it, especially these new mini games. I don't think there was one that we were like, ah, fuck this. This mm-hmm. is stupid. Nothing was familiar. Yeah. Mm. And uh, I know in, I haven't really gotten into a Mario Party in a long time, but I know we used to have to hit like Z or the back trigger or something to, like when the board would come up, they would give you a chance to practice it before you actually competed. So when the when the board shows up now on that screen, it actually lets you do it on that screen instead of having to skip to another. So I think it sped it up that way because we didn't have to hit another. Yeah, we definitely. didn't have to load something else. Right. I feel the game was faster in general. Just, I mean, as far as the pacing of stuff moving. It was. It could be that we weren't playing with computer component or computer components, computer players. Yeah, they, they always do, seem to take their sweet time. They do go slower. That and we only had to do ten turns instead of the That's fifteen true. of That's true. the usual the earlier ones. Yeah, I definitely want to play a different map and see if. Uh, oh yeah, definitely. Because this was it grapefruit. It's something island. Something paradise. something paradise. Yeah, and there's four sections, and there's pipes interconnecting each section, and there were there were a couple of events. We never did melt that ice cream on that bottom left island. But there's a couple of events where you can like melt bridges or collapse the little connecting areas in between them. But that never really affected anybody. I think you got stranded by it one time. We all got stranded. The sand bridge. The sand bridge got the sand bridge. Cesar got the sand bridge. It took three coins and then just put you right back on the same one. So Mm -hmm. I don't think it did a whole lot. No. I definitely want to play some more boards other than that first one. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I liked the uh, AI aspect of it. That was pretty neat where you're able to recruit the NPCs and they stay with you. I didn't think they would stay with you. I thought it'd be like a one-roll thing and then they would go, but that that was an added bonus having that person because you could move around. Well, when it came, when we looked at the... Yeah, Yeah, because it would come around and and screw with you sometimes when you only needed one and then you, you automatically had to include their roles in there too. You would be hoping for one or two roll to get to a certain space to go through a pipe or something. I wonder if there's a way to turn them off. I didn't. We didn't really look at the settings or anything though. So I think my only concern with this being day one is that some of the reviews I was reading is that there's only four boards. Yeah, but there's a bunch of different types of modes. So. Well, we had a blast in the rec room. 
So, so after we played that, yeah. after we played that first board, uh, we went back out to the map. There's like a map connecting the different modes. You don't really just pick from a menu. And we went to another screen, and a pipe opened up all of a sudden. So it almost has like a story mode weave through it. Yeah. Not really, not really a story that unfolds, but just as it unlocks stuff. And I like how the the party characters follow behind you, like Chrono Trigger or Final Fantasy VIII or something. Open world Mario. Party. They're moving behind you. Yeah. Open world Mario Party. Everything's going open world sandbox. Mm -hmm. So when y'all went down in that pipe, that was that Toad's Rec Room, and there was a tank game. There was the banana game. It seemed like a bunch of those modes where you put the Switch yeah. consoles together and play yeah. those modes. But y'all picked the baseball one. What'd y'all think of that? It was a blast. I could have played several games of that. I couldn't get the pitching down. Uh, it was it was fine. I think it was a me problem, not the game problem. Because yeah. you got it down, no problem. Mm -hmm. And I'm I'm good at hitting those foul balls, uh, we discovered. So, yeah. I couldn't I couldn't get it down. He had two home runs, though. So, I mean, mm -hmm. you, got, you got it. Timing. Yeah. That's really all it is. I played one half inning. Well, I played one full inning because I batted around. I, I couldn't figure out how to throw the change up. It seemed like it would just appear at random. You have to like barely tilt the thing. Or you can back all the way up to where it looks like you're about to throw a fastball or on whatever. The and then you just like ease back on uh, it. Yeah. you got to kind of mess with it. You you got it faster than we could. I, I imagine if we got it, eventually it would. Yeah. It definitely it's, took a minute. I mean, that first... Half inning. Mm -hmm. I mean, we were had no idea what was going on. I think I struck out fairly quickly. The first, I think I got two outs and then I rallied and got the five runs or whatever it was. All the games, all the mini games we played, even the baseball was either all the joystick or we had to hit A maybe a couple times. Yeah. Like the pancake pull where there's a pile of pancakes in the middle and each one of us starts in the corner and we have to pull. If you see a whole pancake that's uncovered, you can grab it and pull it back to your plate with the joystick and the A button. And the right trigger for the pull coin. Mm -hmm. mm. Yep. That mini game. Yeah, I'd probably <laughs> say the only problem with the mini games is that sometimes the joystick was not necessarily as responsive. It may just be from <clears throat> not necessarily using it in that mode, but there were several times when we were doing the punching game when you had to punch the, the different lights that would light up. Um, and you you were super missing on one of them. That one was yeah. kind of loose on mine. And I was yeah. like, what is happening? Because I'm definitely not aiming in that direction. And it was almost like he was stuck in a directional pad type mm -hmm. way. And the stick itself was not allowing me to go in that general direction. It was almost like he was stuck at 90 degree angles when I needed him to hit a 45 degree angle. Oh, it felt like you had like a four-way <laughs> axis instead of eight? Yes. That could be aggravating. I stomped y'all on that one, by the way. Yeah. Yes, you did. <laughs> Thought somebody was messing with me under the table now. I'm so that's our I'm that's our <laughs> spreading out bare feet. That's our Mario Party impressions on the games played. All right, what have you guys Besides been playing? Besides Mario Party, outside yeah. of Mario Party, I'll just start us off. Shoot, who me? Yeah, you me. You just volunteered. You said I'll start us off. I said play back don't the tape. You start. Play off. back the tape. There's no tape involved, and you know it. I'm taping this as we speak. You're not taping shit. I'll start off. Um, you and I played, after the podcast last week, mm -hmm. we, you hung around. Yeah. We got into some PlayStation 2 games. There were a couple of co-op games I've been wanting to try out, and we popped those in. Uh, the first one we let off with was The Adventures of Cookie and Cream. You remember this one, Cesar? Mm -hmm. This is a From Software uh, two-player, almost like Crash Bandicoot, going away from the camera type platformer. But it's co-op in that you have a character on each side of a fence, and 
as you're moving forward, there may be an obstacle on one side that the character on the other side has to complete, like step on a switch or turn a, a crank or something like that okay. to enable an advancement on the other side. So it's just it's constant communication and uh, trial and error. Why did we stop? We got to a point where we, we got to a point where we got stuck, and uh, it's the same reason we kind of stopped in most of the games. We got to that point where it's like, well, this is bullshit, and we just moved on. Yeah, pop in another one. Yep. It didn't like back in the day where you rented something, you were stuck with it for the weekend, or yeah, you no. spent your hard-earned cash There's on There's too something. many games now to be dealing with that. You'd just be like, all right, I'm done. I think the, we figured out the puzzles. Like, we failed a couple of times, and then we'd figure out the puzzle mm-hmm. and move on. But this one was just so obtuse, we couldn't figure out. I think this exactly. one we got, yeah, about five times we did this one thing, and we're like, oh, okay, yeah. this is... How could you is, be so obtuse? Yeah. You have a timer countdown, and each time you complete a goal, or like there'll be a little hidden area where you can hit a clock icon and add to your timer. And we just got to the end and we were starting to run button layout was a little weird too but i mean there was only like a two or three so it, you know you got used to it they acted like it wasn't that complicated but it ended up being <laughs> like it said the jump button was circle or something like that and it wasn't or it was x yeah like, like it, it said it was x or something and it was circle it's backwards it's like what is this so that was fun mm-hmm. and we popped in smash court tennis 2 uh made michael play a tennis game that's yep. usually Cesar nice forte mm-hmm. this one was not very good well i hard to tell yeah it was not very good. I was hitting foul balls in that one, too. I'm, like, searching for a better tennis game than virtual tennis, and I don't it's need, never gonna I don't know that it's out there. Yeah, Andre Agassi's. For Genesis? Yeah. I still <laughs> want to get that Pete Sampras cartridge with the... Uh, I found that and sent you a picture of it. I'd never yeah. seen that before. Andre Agassi, I think, is the best tennis game I've ever played. On Genesis? Genesis? I don't think so. That was, <laughs> I was dying laughing in that game. <laughs> we always die laughing at tennis games. No, some of those ones we play are horrible. Like, super, fuck Super Tennis. Fuck regular <laughs> Tennis. I want to like Super Tennis so bad, people love it. I can never tell what's happening. Regular Tennis is even worse. That one I bought for the Neo Geo Pocket, it doesn't render, like, it doesn't render the full court and you're hitting it back and forth. It's zoomed in. So the ball comes to you, you hit the ball, and then the camera moves back over to the other side. You never see, like, the full court on everything. It's just lobbed every time. It's, it's like lobbed every time. It just goes to one half to the other half. No, the camera stays like zoomed in, like you never see the full court. So when I hit it, when I pick my direction and shoot it over, like say to the top left, my character's still moving around. Like when they start to swing, if they hit it down there, I can be already moving there. But the camera follows the ball, and then I'll come into view. So it's like a zoomed in. It's going to be kind of hard to set up, like orientate yourself. I was playing a, I don't know. You get used to it. I think at first it was jarring. I was like, what is this? And then. After I missed a couple times, I realized I had to keep moving even when the camera wasn't there. Mm. You, you get the hang of it. I'm just stick with Pong. Works Pong out. is actually yeah. a really good tennis game. for me. Yeah, this... Cesar, you and I played Smash Court Tennis 1. And I remember it being mm-hmm. semi-okay, but this is just this. Which one, which one had the Tekken characters? Hmm. That's Smash Court 3, I believe. The Xbox 360 one. I have that. We need to knock that out. I'm on a quest for the perfect tennis game, even though it's already on Dreamcast. You've already played it. <laughs> Tekken Bowling now, but you mentioned Tekken. So we popped that out and put in Time Splitters. Which is great. The very first Time Splitters game. It has not aged well, no. especially compared to all my memories are playing Time Splitters 2. No, 2 is way better, I'm not going to deny 2 has that. a story. But 1 two was has, fine. I thought it was fine. 2 has all these um, like map editors and stuff. Modes. You can actually do the map editor on the first one. Mm-hmm. So the way the, the way the first Time Splitters do... Uh, was there even a story in the beginning? No, it gave us a text story. I wasn't paying attention to whatever it was telling me. So <laughs> Basically, it's like an arcade game. You each get one life. It loads the map. The map is not very large. Mm. And 
you're sent after an item. So yeah. it's almost like Time Splitters too. Remember how you'd have like Chicago, the gangster style, you'd have the Wild West. Mm. It puts you through these different time zones. It did that with us. You would have an item that you would have to go retrieve shooting like time period enemies. And then as soon as you picked up the item, the time splitter showed up. And you had to get that item back to the area where you came Start. in. Yep. And it would, like you either beat it or you didn't, and it would give you a time at the end of it. Mm. So super arcade yeah. yeah. And if you died, you were out until the other guy either won or died too. And then mm. you would just get the score. And it's very basic. And you can definitely see, like, I super appreciate Time Splitters 2 and Future Perfect, like, what they took from this intro and, and ran with. Because yeah. this was a launch PS2 title, or shortly thereafter. It was CD very, wrong, very early. Right? Yeah, it's on a CD-ROM. Yeah. So that's why it's not a whole lot of stuff on there. Lower capacity. But that was our PS2 night. Um, I popped in Omega Boost. Uh, there was an eBay coupon a couple weeks ago, and I jumped on Omega Boost for PS1. This is a mech-style PS1 shooter, and... It's kind of abated me for a couple of years, and I finally got it. Wanted to try it out. It's made by Polyphony Digital. Sorry, the Gran Turismo people. Forgot to bring Did it I say that right. No, yeah, that's Polyphony Digital. Yeah, I'm thinking about Alundra too. A, yeah, so this plays it. this plays a lot like uh, Star Fox or Pan's Dragoon. You're almost like on an on rails type simulation, and you hold down X. It's more like I would say it's more like I would say it's more like Pan's Dragoon than than Star Fox. You hold down X bring up your reticle and kind of select the enemies that are coming at you, mm. let them go and fire. Um, it looked really good. I took it to work and played on my PS1, the tiny console with the LCD screen. It looked really, really good. Super sharp. So I may continue that. It didn't save my, I got like three or four levels in and it didn't save my progress. So kind of stopped on that one. Like, ah, I don't want to really go back through there. Mm -hmm. It wasn't as difficult as Panzer Dragoon. You know how if you're not really paying attention to patterns and stuff, on that Sega Saturn Panzer Dragoon, it can kind of get you in trouble. But, um, that's about all the games I've played. I'm I'm on a PSP kick right now. I realize I've only got like seven or eight games for it. Oh, really? So I've gotten a couple lots off of eBay. And uh, uh, a warning to anybody who has a PSP, I read an article a couple of months ago on Kotaku or somewhere warning that if you hadn't taken your battery out and just sat there, that it might swell up. So I was reading something about, I don't even know where the PSP kick started. So I went to look at mine and pulled it out of the sleeve. And sure enough, that battery had swollen up and popped the uh, popped my battery cover off of Interesting. it. Interesting. So I've been playing, I played a little bit this week. I played the virtual tennis for uh, PSP. And I don't remember the stick for PSP being so janky. It's not a very it's good. It's a slider. It's, it's not, not a, a very stick, good yeah. thumb. Yeah. We got spoiled with the 3DS. That's a, that's a really solid pad. Mm -hmm. But, um tried out a little bit of virtual tennis but i had to stay plugged in because i that battery was swollen out i didn't even put it back in there so i've ordered a new one i'm trying out there's been some mixed reviews on these third-party batteries on ebay um it's a higher capacity one so it sits a little higher so i've got a, a, a different door to put on the back of it but i'll probably have a review of that next week to you have to, a, what, a three, to let people a three thousand psp i have a two thousand series okay i had the one thousand somebody brought it into the store i worked at and i gave them the cash value or whatever. I would say because I think I have a couple of one thousand batteries just for the, because I do. I don't they don't why. fit, do they? No, that's why I was asking which yeah. one you had. So the one thousand was the one people started hacking early on. How did yeah. how did you do that with the battery? Do you remember? Well, that? Remember, remember we had this discussion a couple of weeks ago. That's why I tried to play police knots on on that old one thousand PSP. How did that work out? Not, not well. well. Not well. <laughs> Speaking of police knots, everything is assembled. We have the CD-ROM rip. We have the Sega. What do they call it? The Stunner? It's got a different name in Enforcer? Japan. Enforcer? Is that what it's called? That's the Genesis that's the, one. That's the, yeah, that's the blue and one. And I got the Sega Saturn mouse. 
which came from here in Georgia, oddly enough. Hmm. He had like 10 of them. Wow. <laughs> Random, right? That's going to be you one day. Yes. With, with 10 Sega Saturn mice? Mm-hmm. So I that's definitely, almost him already. That stop. I definitely want to give a police nuts a shot. That's it's cool that we get to experience stuff like this where people mm-hmm. can insert the English ROM hacks and we can and burn them to disc and we can actually play these games. Mm-hmm. We never would have had a shot at it back in the day. No. So that's where I'm at. Who's up next? Yeah. Want to go ahead? Like I'll go. I don't have much. It's actually a really light week for me. He's got a short list. Yeah. Well, well you usually I have a hefty list because I don't know. I try to play a lot of shit, but. Uh, this week was kind of light because I was out of town and uh, travel will do that. Yeah, so I did bring my PlayStation with me, which is the first time I've ever actually traveled with a PlayStation. I'm super worried about breaking it or whatever. So did you take your Pro or one of your Slims? I, I took the Pro. Ooh, that's exactly. Um, I don't. Nelly was playing Dragon Quest on the you know the uh, original PlayStation I have. So, but I wanted to get back on Dragon Quest. So last week I was deep in the post game mm-hmm. and I made it to the final final true ending final boss how do you know I, uh, I it's quite clear that's the final 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 boss there's no end and end, I am max level on everybody and he wiped the floor with me twice really yeah so I gotta I can't grind experience I gotta grind items or something get better gear or something I, I have good gear but I I guess I don't know I gotta come up with a better strategy cause he is no joke Cesar have you played any more Dragon Quest? Not this week. I saw this on sale at Best Buy next week. Yeah, I think I'll end up being, what, 49 plus 20% off? Mm-hmm. Okay. You can always borrow my copy when I'm done, too. If you need um, to, so. I would want him to buy the sale so we can localize more. That's true. Support it? Mm-hmm. They already made that comment. That's Luigi. true, they did. Yeah, they I'm getting Luigi's did. Mansion next week. Because they said, if it doesn't, they said it doesn't sell well, they're not going to localize anymore. They pretty much said it. Yeah, that's will true. It, will it still help me buying it when they're... Yeah, I mean, it's, a, it's a new sell, so... As long as it's not used. Yeah. Well, I bought Tales of Abyss in, what, 2004, when Cesar said, if you don't buy this copy of Tales, we'll never get Tales anymore. That was my explanation, yeah. So, <laughs> so, so <laughs> this because, is from the developer. It worked. Because he bought it, it that's the reason. It worked. So you need to buy Dragon Your Quest copy well. alone yep. it was. contains the golden All right. Cesar was the Tales We need one more in Georgia. Store. There it is. I oh, bought several. Our store alone sold, like, eight copies of Tales of the Abyss because mm-hmm. of Cesar. I, it didn't even work there. I own... Several copies of Tales of the <laughs> He owns all eight of them. Are you playing any more Tales right now? Are you going to get to it on your games play? Uh, not have, this week. Have you paused on Year of Tales? Yes, because of everything that's came out. So the Tales have come to an end. It is a very busy busy time right you now. You were catching up on Tales when there weren't big releases. August that was, was that gap. slow, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm sure I'll finish off uh, Berseria before the end of this year. And i got to go through Kingdom Hearts again. I just That's hate, on my list also. I hate going through fucking one because... Uh, Combat did not age well. Mm-hmm. Two's way better. Yeah, combat wise, it's a big least. improvement. Yes, yeah. I thought it was mostly the camera that got in the way. Is it not? Is it not it's, improved on the remaster? It's part of that. And no, they don't. Then plays like the PS2. Just better graphics. Better looking. That's it. No other improvements. Mm-hmm. I remember some uh, other than down, like in the. I take that back. Area. Other than those are all the final mixes. That's it. So we got all the additional shit that Japan got. Right. Kind of like when they went through and they did rematches for those Final Fantasy games and we got all the international versions. We got the international versions. Because we never got those before. And we got the better Final Fantasy XII with the better job system. So We got Dragon Quest VIII with the uh, orchestra soundtrack mm-hmm. for PS2. And voices. Same thing with Eleven mm-hmm. has voices. doesn't have voices. In a... Also, you can run in ours. 
You can't run in the Japanese one. Oh, God, that'd make it slow as hell. I mean, you still, like, have a like a jaunty pace. You can just dash in the PS4 American one. All right, it looks like I'm having to buy Dragon Quest. It can't be as bad as fucking and Luigi's Lunar Dragon Song for the DS, where every time you ran, it took off one hit point, so... <laughs> What is the point then? I guess that was bad. Seriously, that's terrible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's they, bad they, game design. They force you to walk. Fuck yeah. that. Because you would you run, it'll take off one. That's like point. a constant poison status or something. Somebody would agree, like yes, running damages your body. Uh, no, it doesn't. <laughs> yep. so, Somebody somewhere is going to agree with running that. Like fuck exercise. You're killing yourself. Yeah. Don't run. He had a fucking walk. elliptical. He had all his hit points. In my <laughs> low impact. In my PSP research, I see there's a Lunar for PSP. Is that the one you were talking about a couple weeks ago? That's the. It's a remake of one, isn't it? Yeah, that's the one with a better translation. Mm-hmm. So that is a good one to get. It's a great one to get. It seems to be the, the PSP market is super affordable. Like Russell, if you wanted to dive into PSP, pass. They're, they're not. <laughs> it's no, like a lot of the dive titles anything. aren't expensive. Even if you decided to do digital on the Lunar and the Lunar ones carry over to Vita. I did see that yeah. with digital games are like four ninety nine, nine ninety nine on high. the store. They're super inexpensive. Mm-hmm. I want to try out Fuel Commander, the uh, Advance Wars type game. All right, Michael, we went on a tangent. I think, I think that's I, fine. I joined <laughs> in the tangent. So. I, I think I got. I, I wasn't big in PSP. Remember? Mm-hmm. I think I was at the like three hundred games. Oh wow, massive! Because I think I, I even had the Intelligent Q games for Japan, the ones we didn't get. We have a. I have a. Oh yeah, me and Nelly have a couple Japanese games too. It's just the Itadeki Streets and like the mm-hmm. Tales fighting game that came out. We have that. You have any surplus PSP games? I'm looking to add to the collection. Negativo. I think every, I always bought one of. The only one that uh, I'm a big fan of is the Sega Genesis Classic one, because it has Fantasy Star One, Two, Three, and Four in that one. Is the first one on it? Mm-hmm. It has all of them. because oh. that's the only one. Everywhere I see it says Two, Three, and Four. Was the first one unlockable or something? I don't know. Was it just native? I want to say it was all of them because I think the only other one was what One, Two, and Three on the Game Boy Advance. Y'all have any other recommendations like games I need to track down? Man, I'm gonna, look, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to look at my PSP collection. I, to I have a, a seventy gallon tub and it's to the rim on PSP games. Wow. PSP games. Yeah, yeah. We'll have to have a PSP discussion. I got like I didn't mean to derail. 50, 60 games, but man, Cause, that's because <laughs> you know I was being portable, so I bought everything. Yep. I mean, yeah. all the Capcom releases had Street Fighter Alpha three, all the Power Stones. Street Fighter Alpha three the, is a good version. That's where I'm getting to. Anything that I can take with me, I'm more likely to play. Monster Hunter Freedom Unite. I have all the the Monster Hunter games (laughs) on there. I'm not playing any Monster Hunter. (laughs) I think me and you. That's that's a hard. Me and you play a Monster Hunter game game on PSP. That's the only Monster Hunter I've tried. We downloaded a demo and played ad hoc or something. It's it's Mm -hmm. hard to do now. So a lot of those modes support ad hoc, and that's just Mm -hmm. local wireless, right? Mm -hmm. So that'll never. We don't have to worry about servers going down that kind of stuff. There's a lot of like SOCOM. That would be fun to play some four player SOCOM. I got some SOCOM on there too. I got. I got. It's not that good. Nah. Well, we can't land the. Well, we can shooters land are shooters are hard to play on PSP to me at least. But something slower pace like SOCOM can holds up pretty well, doesn't it? Yeah. No, Michael's not to me. <laughs> I mean, oh, yeah. everyone has their own little thing. You but. have the analog stick to move around, and you had to use the face buttons to turn. Yeah, and that's and that's what the top I don't ones care to shoot. For. It's just you have to get used to it. It takes a while to get that. <laughs> Russell's yeah. frowning at because you don't have a second analog. Remember, I was game. playing that Ghost Recon Advanced Warfighter too. That's how yeah. it was. I'm but they got some like, good stuff. They got some good stuff on there. Even the those siphon filters, pseudo re, um, sequels they had on there too. Jack and Daxter is good on there. That uh, Last Frontier, I think it's called, mm-hmm. or Lost Frontier. It's actually pretty solid. I picked up on one of my Goodwill runs when I was just researching nonstop PSP. I found that copy of Gran Turismo. I was like, oh, Gran Turismo is actually solid on there. Is that a 60 frames per second? So I just want to see it running on that screen. No, Gran Turismo was good on there. Yeah, mm-hmm. I had that one. We too. played 
the Black Friday that I bought my first HDTV, we were in line. Um, oh, I don't know if Andrew listens to this. You can show. buy Tekken 5, Tekken 5 Dark Resurrection. is great. I that. think I have it digital, so yeah. I just need to... But something about the PSP, like the wireless, is not up to date on... Like, I couldn't connect it to any wireless network at work. Isn't Tekken 5 the same one that's on 3DS, pretty much? They call it Tekken 3 Prime, but I'm pretty sure it's just Tekken it's 5. It's Dark Resurrection. Yeah. yeah I remember looking it's good. It's 5, yeah. That's the one I have. You remember David Tay that used to shop at the store? I remember. You remember David, David Tay? Tay? Yeah. He was a huge Tekken Five fan on PSP. I think he had like a uh, like a keychain dongle or something mm-hmm. that he pre-ordered. Oh wow! Well. I have the collectors in Tekken Five for some reason. Don't know why. On what console? PS Two. Yeah. It's the only thing is Tekken Five. Because I <laughs> what am I confusing? I got well, I got that arcade stick that came yeah. with the the case that you can fit all the copies in there. Yeah, that's that's, yeah. Yeah, that's what I have. I remember that. Mm-hmm. You could put all your copies of Tekken in mm-hmm. there. Up to I got five. all of them in there. Yeah. <laughs> you filed them away. Yeah. Alright, back, <laughs> back to Michael's games play. Oh yeah, we're, we're circling back around eventually. Well, our eight well, minute tangent. I did, Michael, I, Michael played Tekken, so there you go. At some point it's like. <laughs> this it, week. Yeah. I'm garbage at Tekken, but I do like I do like it. Uh, so anyway, Dragon Quest. I did order the 3DS copy. That's where I was getting around to. You posted a picture of that one. So on I'm actually Instagram. really liking the 3DS version. Um, if you don't know, which I'm sure everyone here at the table does probably, but uh, most not everyone else. Maybe. If you don't know, if you don't know, you're about to know. The cool thing about it is knowing the, is half the battle. You can uh, you can play it in like 16-bit mode or 3D mode. So, like, when you start off the game, the top screen is, like, a traditional sort of 3D RPG, and the bottom screen is, like, a, a 16-bit Super Nintendo RPG, but the exact same thing's happening on both screens. Hmm. So, as you're running across a bridge in 3D on the top, it'll you're be, You're running like, across a bridge in 2D at the bottom. At the bottom. Uh, eventually, we didn't get this game. Eventually, you get to a point where you have to choose, but you can change it at any point. So, like, what usually what I do when I get to a new town is I run through it in 3D, see what I can see, whatever, whatever, talk to people... And, but, like, when you switch it over to 2D, you can see, like, what's on the top of buildings and such. Ah. Like, if there's a chest up there or whatever, you can see it. So I'll run through the whole town twice. And you're seeing it in two different ways. Yeah. So it's not like you're... I, w- I wish you could do it at the same way. Uh, you could... Yeah, like, you start off where you have both going at the same time. Uh, you Eventually, you have to choose. I, I wish you could do it this whole whole time that way, but... I understand you gotta have a map and whatnot. So. How are you handling it, playing it all in Japanese like that? Um, I mean, I can read a little bit of Japanese, and I did just beat this game practically in English, so I kind of know what's going on. You know where to go. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't think I've gotten stuck once, so. You were in the end game last week. Did you? You're in the end, end, end game. Yeah, final boss, final, final, final boss. So, but I haven't beaten him yet. And there's that'll, nothing to do after that? That'll, that's well, I mean, I can get more stuff, but I don't really see the point. Right. <laughs> you beat the final thing, that's kind of And there's no it. more story bits. kind of it, so I'm pretty sure this is it. So I will have that beat by next week, good Lord willing, so. Uh, along with some other impressions of some newer games. Uh, I also picked up Astrobot, which I know Cesar is going to talk a little bit about. I'm excited he, he to hear about this game. So I played through three levels, and it was great. You played the... Uh, demo on playroom or whatever or essentially one a demo but it's kind of yeah. like their little thing on vr playroom what is astrobot so it's this little what are they like playstation mascots at this point i guess it's definitely the vr mascot I yeah think. little mm-hmm. robots from the playroom mm-hmm. so you control this little guy with the controller there's like a, a digital you know a computer representation of the controller on the screen and you're in vr you move the little astrobot guy around and you do platforming challenges but you could also like move your head around and like peek around corners and like you can even like uh 
use your head to like smash into stuff to break through it. So you can physically move your head in yeah. VR and, and mm-hmm. hit a block, and, Mario uh, style. But they, they like represent you as a player. Uh, so like there's these enemies that shoot this goo and they'll actually like shoot it onto the VR screen and you have to like shake your head to like try to get the goo off. <laughs> yeah. Or you could just duck to left or right and as it's coming at you and uh, avoid it. If only Dennis Nedry had done that, he yeah. would have got he would have gotten that Barbasol off the island. <gasps> it is a super freaking clever use of VR and I love it so far. So I know it's getting super good reviews and I can see why it's great. Now I just want a Dennis Nedry simulator. Yeah, do it. <laughs> You sit there, first you bid for the job, super low. Then you design the security system. You, you stack put your the papers all over your desk. Mm-hmm. Then you create the virus or whatever. This all in VR? Yeah. Okay. Mm. You squeeze the little stress toy. He did have one. Mm-hmm. Then you go for Butterfingers. You grab the Cokes. embryos and put them in the Barbasol. Get in the Jeep. Did you eat <laughs> the Mexican at the beginning? Yes. <laughs> that's the, that's the, the same of the game. Right? <laughs> complain about the meeting area. Something one of those lawyer, right? Yeah. Nedry simulator. Hmm. That's a free idea. Then it goes into Seinfeld after that. Yeah. Yeah. Refuses to deliver uh, mail the, on rainy days. Hello, Newman. It's then raining. after the Seinfeld one's completed, then it goes to Third Rock in the Sun. He was keep, on that. He's going to keep going down. He's a cop. Yeah. I didn't watch that show. I think he lives in Georgia. I think he's local. What? And then we can go to his house and finish cool. it up. Yeah. Well, I wonder yeah. if he listens to this podcast. He does. So. We could have him as a special guest. Yeah. Dennis. Which character will he play? Newman. No, I would go with Newman. Yeah. Dennis well, Nedry was basically Newman. Well, just replace him with somebody on the podcast if anyone notices. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that voice. Oh, God. Yeah. That'd be great. Yeah. I have a cold. That's, 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 that's not Michael. That's, hey, that's yeah. not Michael. Yeah, no. Yeah, that's not It's making him sick. Do you want to add anything to Astrobot while he's, while he's touching on Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I completed the first world. Okay, um, so you're right there. Taking my time um, with it. Yeah. But it's pretty good. I mean, nothing to add on there to what he said other than there's... Um, I've gotten all the robots in every level. I found all the chameleons. Um, there's a chameleon in each level that locks a bonus level. I haven't stage. found any of them. Mm-hmm. You just got stare on. Some of them are a little sucky because like there's there's one in the jungle that's sitting on a mm-hmm. kind of like a cliff, and it you stare directly at it, it doesn't count. So you have to like look forward and look around the tree. Mm-hmm. And once you stare at it, he he gets color and he locks, and then you unlock a bonus stage. Um, there's one for each level. So, so it's like a hidden. It's a collectible item type thing. No, it's like a real chameleon. He's oh. he's like blending in in the, in the background. Yeah, he doesn't actually like cut, he doesn't actually show up and break his uh, camouflage until you stare at him with the VR. You have to point at him with the headset. There's one per level. Yeah, one per level. Uh, I think you get one for just being the boss. There's not because when you get to the boss level, there's nothing you have to collect. You just fight the boss itself. But the boss level was pretty good. It was called Tooth Fairy, and you had to fight a giant ape, and it's just you breaking his teeth. Yeah, I kind of figured it was. A- <laughs> You hadn't gotten there yet? Well, I saw the, the ape hands come out. Of the, yeah, the, the, the very yeah. first level, you yeah. see like this giant ape hands. And it's, it's big, and it's it's pretty good. Is it Andros? It does not look like Andros. It looks like, well, it looks like if Donkey Kong and Andros got it on, and they made a monster, then that's what it would look like. Wow. Mm-hmm. Andros, I, I failed you. Andros Kong. Yeah. Andy Kong. Andy Kong's baby. But outside of that, I mean, there, there's some, um, there was a couple levels where you, you typically miss one of the robots. Uh, I think, yeah, I think I missed one on every level. There's one that was pretty clever that I had to, I caught it the same t- uh, once, because there's one where you have to throw the beach balls and hit the little bricks on the ball, uh, okay. like these little walls. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. And the like, like construction break out, site. Breakout right. style or arc. Yeah, so yeah. there's one I saw a plane go over, and I saw that you have to hit the beach ball on the plane. 
and then you hit the plane and it crashes. I saw the plane too, but yeah. I didn't even think but about it. But you have to look at it and you'll see it and you'll see a target. So you have to go down there and get it in time it just right because once you've done that level, it just flies through. It doesn't come back again. So sure. yeah. I yeah. think I even missed one on the first level. Like, I mean, it seems like I'm missing one per level practically. I thought it was a platformer. How do you interact with all this stuff? It is a platformer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, so how are you doing the... You're grabbing to throw it You're controlling plane. the little dude to go grab the little I mean, it's, it's, it's like the, the, the demo from the VR playroom. I mean, he you, has have a controller, you have a controller in, okay. the, in front of your hand. You, sh- you shoot him out. You'll get something where you get the little uh, steel beam where you can uh, hook stuff and everything. Yeah, I, I, I don't think um, I got that yet. The, you get that later. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it comes up with a treasure chest, and you like insert the controller, and it gives you a uh, new power. But, I mean, it's the same thing as that one. I mean, you'll, you'll drop down. You'll see him look down below and hit the trampoline, shoot back up. And then, I mean, you have to follow him with the VR. VR camera, look behind you and everything. Yeah. This is the game you wanted because mm-hmm. you loved the Astrobot thing that was yeah, and this in the is, they, playroom. They went along with it, too. I think everyone said that. They played that and they're like, man, they should make this in a full mm-hmm. game. And they did. Yeah, I mean, Your excitement sold me on it. And then when I played it, I was like, oh, God, this is incredible. It's mm-hmm. great, yeah. Especially when there's like you look down and there's a, there's like a trampoline down there and it bounces all the way up. And it's awesome. Yeah, yeah. It, it, I mentioned for it plays It plays very well. I mean, because it, it starts out like you're on the space. You start on, you're on the spaceship, and I think it's like 150 of those robots on there. And then something yeah, comes out like and busts it up, and then you got to get... It's almost like Pikmin, so you got to go through each uh, world and, and get a piece of the ship and rebuild the ship. That's awesome. So, and I think there's five worlds. Sounds um, more like uh, Toe Jam and Earl, then. That's also... You can, <laughs> you, you can do that, gonna, too. Hey. But, um, relate everything to outside of that, I mean, after you... I love Toe Jam and Earl. After you unlock the first uh, piece for the ship, then you can actually board the, the ship. And then when you go in there, all the coins you collect, there's like a... Um, one of those vending machines, kind of like from Yakuza, where you have to do the claw, mm-hmm. and you just go in there and you pick up uh, different pieces. So, and then which is like play sets, you got to collect all of them. I think there's like one for each world, and there's like so many of them. So, is it a collectathon, or are you are you getting a bunch of stuff in each level? You mentioned the chameleons, I mean, the robots. You're collecting the robots. Yeah, which are you it? penalized for not getting them? No. Okay. It's kind of similar to like a uh, I don't know, like Mario sixty four with the stars. Some of them uses puzzle yeah. solving. They don't kick you out when you get one, but right. Which was another game, that, another platformer had that mm-hmm. same aspect that you said you liked. Oh, the... Um, Banjo-Kazooie. Yeah, Banjo-Kazooie, exactly. Yeah. Uh, did you ever get that... Remember at the end where you have to shoot the little robot through the rings? Have you managed to get it's, all the rings? It's, uh, yes, it's very uh, Kirby-like. It's so, kind of difficult. I, I, cause I got like three of them. You have to hit all of them all it's, the way through. It's like Kirby where you have those oh, like little rings, yeah. but it's yeah. doing it in like... To, fucking VR. It's doing it in 3D yeah. and the rings are here and you're trying to shoot them. I couldn't get it. I've got it if once. That, that was it. It just gives you extra coins. I said. Okay. Yeah, I was like, what do you get? Because I, mm. like, I I've done do it, it once. Yeah. Is there a hub world like Mario 64 or is it is it level it, based? The, no, the hub world is very basic. I mean, you just you just point to the planet you want to go to. That's it. And is it gated off per robots? Like you need 10 robots to unlock this door? 15? I think it's 8 for each level. There's uh, 4 levels that you interact with, so 8 robots for each of those, so it's 32 part for each world. Um, I think once you beat the level, though, you get to move to the next one regardless of how many robots you, you okay. got. Okay. When you get to the boss, you have to have a certain amount to unlock the boss. Okay. So that's what it is. I think there the first you. boss There's your is, gate. The first boss, boss, I think, is 20 robots. Yeah. I think you can get 32 in the first world. So, Mm -hmm. Yeah, I've already got 20 for sure. Yeah. Okay. I mean, that's what's only like four level. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you get half each level, then you you can unlock the boss. You have to be being pretty pretty crappy Mm -hmm. to to not get that many. But no, they they did it. Those those cowards did it. Those cowards. Yeah. Y'all highly recommend Astrobot as a must have for VR. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Full price, yeah. I wouldn't wait on that on sale. I pre ordered it and picked it up, uh, yeah, ASAP. Because I hadn't. 
I, for the love of God, I hate plugging in my VR. It's such a pain in the ass, and I got to plug it in. I was like, I sat there and I, I really thought about. It. I wanted to play this game, but I was like, am I playing anything that requires HDR? Uh, you guys don't have that problem, but it, me and Richard do. And I'm like, I just don't want to have to keep plugging into my fucking TV for HDR. But I'll, luckily, I was playing one of the other games, so I was like, yeah, fuck it. It doesn't have HDR mm-hmm. on my list, which is uh, Valkyrie Chronicles. But I'll get back to that later. So I was like, fuck it, let me do it. But it's good. I'm enjoying. It. I'm taking my time. I'm not rushing through it. So. I'm done with the first world. There's only four more left, and plus the bonus challenges. I haven't done any of the bonus challenges. So I'm not sure what they entail. I was just going to wait until I unlock them all and go through them. Yeah. I know you're enjoying it because you were lighting it up on Twitter. You were posting a lot of mm-hmm. was it videos or pictures showing it's, off? It's videos. Good clips. Yeah, well, it just shows the aspects of how you had to look around to activate it. Because there's, there's one in the cavern where I had to turn to the left, and, and it activates a little platform to come out and get you. I mean, the stuff that you, you can easily miss. So. Like yeah, I, you, they do encourage you to look around yeah. like a lot. Because I think because mm-hmm. I think the cavern one I, I I fucking got seven instead of the eight mm-hmm. and I was like damn I, I missed the first one I could have sworn the first one was back there and I realized when if I turned around it was a, a spot back there that's hidden behind a wall. Does it tell you which one you missed like in the order of the level like the first well, one you'll, you'll, be missing when, or something? Once you beat the game, it'll it'll give you little icons for each um, okay of the robots. It'll tell you one through eight and that's how I just gauge on like okay I, all yeah. right I missed number five so I, I count the first. Oh, that's four. right. Yeah. Okay, it's of, about in the middle of the level sort of Right, thing. and they okay. don't have the robots when you go the second time. They'll put a silver coin. So I just get there and I count up to the fourth one. I'm like, all right, this is the point where I miss something. That's how I found out about the airplane because mm-hmm. when I went forward, it's like, no, it's somewhere here. I almost missed the guy yeah. in the scaffolding above the, above, in that same area where it's mm-hmm. just like, yeah, you have to look up and there's like some scaffolding above you. you usually hear somebody He's dangling like, on the edge. Yeah. yeah, you usually hear somebody like, help me, help me. They just, yeah. They'll just scream like, help me, help me. I remember that from that playroom yeah. demo. Yeah. So I usually, like, I hear it, I'll look around. So, but I mean, that's not accurate all the time because like, it could be the fucker further up. And <laughs> yeah, I mean, you just hear it. Sometimes they can throw their voices mm-hmm. and throw you off. Michael, you got one more game before we switch over to. Uh, let's go ahead and move on. My other game was here on a Pixel Party. And the only reason I started playing that was because I'm playing Dragon Quest and I need to uh, keep up on my <laughs> Japanese simulator. Keep up, yeah. All, all that is, it's a it's a Hiragana like. It's a time based. Yeah, Japanese. it's a time based platformer mm-hmm. okay. for the Switch. And it, it's just the Hiragana characters, and they, like, lay it out on the buttons, and you just have to, like... It's pretty much to just get you familiar with that alphabet. Okay. Um, it was, uh, it was, like, $3 one week. Is it a game? Is it an experience? How it's a it, game and, like, a learning tool at the same time. Okay. Um, it has some funky music in there. I like it. Yeah. So, like, Rosetta Stone, but fun? Because I use Memorize. I don't know, because Japanese is usually phonetic in Rosetta Stone. This is... Yeah, th- th- this is this is literally just for remembering the characters. It's yeah, like this, no words okay. or anything. This is like actual. That. Kanji? This is actual. No, it's not kanji. It's hiragana. Yeah. Oh. I think that's why it's in the name. So there's like yeah. three. Yeah. That makes sense. There's like yeah. uh, hiragana, katakana, and kanji. Kanji is like most games, unless they're like more adult-based games, don't have kanji in them. They'll have like what kind of adult-based games? You know what I mean, bitch. <laughs> like so. But like, Those kind of adult but like, games? if you're playing like Dragon Quest or like, I play Yokai Watch. That's another game that's like easy to play on 3DS. It's in Japanese. Um, but, but like, kid, uses, kid, kids aren't gonna remember hiragana. all this. They're not gonna remember all this kanji. Gotcha. Hiragana is typically what's written. It's a Japanese word, and then katakana is the other way around. It's like if it's a more colloquial word, like you know, uh, like someone's name or something like that. So, but uh, but those aren't that bad. Neither one of those alphabets. Hiragana Pixel Party. Yeah. So. That's been about it for me. Next week I'll have Assassin's Creed impressions and Forza impressions, but didn't do enough on this week. Forza. Forza. It's Forza. That was Forza. A, there was a big thing about this online. It is, really? It is Forza. I've always called it Forza. There's no T in there. 
It's that's how it's pronounced. You remember the the lady's name is Julia Hardy, maybe Julie Hardy. She was on the Xbox show a couple months ago when they showed mm-hmm. off a bunch of stuff. She was on a. Um, so is she a she a Forza person? She's a Forza person because she worked with the developers before that show. She's British and, and asked them and she's a German lady. I'm not sure. German young lady. I can't remember. She had an accent, but it's definitely Forza because the show she was on, someone tried to. Um, Say Forza? <laughs> Say Forza in the manner that they knew more than she did. And she flat out told them no and worked with the developers. It is Forza. Mm. That's definitely how it goes. Good to know. Because I had always heard I had always heard back and forth. And like I think I sold the first two oh, games God, that came out. Oh, God, it's the fucking Titus Titus bullshit. Titus Titus Automata. This is officially. Automata. This is Forza. Gaiden Gaiden. There's no other. <laughs> put this one to rest. It is Forza. All right. An, it is no other variation. I'm still gonna call it Forza, but I, I know in my head now at least that it's a, there's a T in there Forza. somewhere. Hey man, whatever world you want to live in, go for it. <laughs> right. So that's what you've been working on, sir. Besides um, Astrobot. Besides that, I mean, I had to get caught up with uh, Russell over here who jumped straight to Backward Chronicles Four. Mm-hmm. I decided to pop the first one back in there. <laughs> so. Oh, you you were playing the first one? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, it's very similar to Four. I mean, well, from what we've seen of Russell, I mean, you're playing it on PS4. It's the same the remaster. Mm-hmm. It's the same uh, structure. I mean, you get in there, you get an introduction to characters. This one is more of uh, I think the one on 4 wasn't that. This one, there were characters that are in the equivalency of what is called as uh, Switzerland in that game, where they had no sides, and then somebody's like, oh, they have all these resources, so we're going to fucking take you over. So then they were forced into the war Okay. on the Allied side. The Allies are good ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The Federation. Yeah. On the good side, at least. So, are they the same? It's the same conflict in this. In it both is games. that same war, yeah. But the we follow war. different squads. Like the storylines right. don't. This really. one's Squad Seven, I think. Squad E on the other one, right? Mm-hmm. So squad I'm not e sure. With the dog, because Arby's did the tweet with the dog with mm-hmm. the Squad E dog. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I had no awesome. idea what it was about because I had Arby's has such good marketing. They do. Somebody's on it. So good. But we saw him in the. We don't know him either from watching you play the demo. But he was in that intro movie or something, looking yeah. cool. He was mm-hmm. in that first picture, but. That character doesn't get introduced for a while. You've got him now? I see Or you've him. seen him? Yeah. Is he playable? I don't know. Does he talk like the Tails dog? Still don't know. He's been in a <laughs> cutscene and he barked once in that. <laughs> well done. Describe the bark. Can you can you read the bark? <laughs> was, it fun, was it phonetic? No, it wasn't. Was, was it, it a trying, howl or was just it, like was a Was it yip? trying to say he loved you? It said arf. And that was it. <laughs> there we go. We got <laughs> that it. That was it. <laughs> He said art. It with art. Let's go. Um, yeah, outside of that, it falls the same one where you're pulled in this conflict and then it takes you to a couple skirmishes to get you uh, situated and then you go to a uh, base. Menu simulator. Yep. And then you can sit there and... Tutorials? <laughs> no, stop. You can level... Is it still going? Yeah. Still going. I don't know if it's... I don't know if it's that bad because I think it goes through where you can level up your snipers and your weapons and off the base and then now I gotta take a bridge and from there they're having like internal conflicts with your, with your team like the main character I have is like fresh out of college and like these other characters are like no we've been doing this for 40 years they're battle this young kid shouldn't be doing it so he like made a declaration so if I can't take this bridge in 48 hours and you can run my squad and I'll quit and that's where I stopped that so and that uh, that nonstop tutorials killed uh, Xenoblade Chronicles for me it seems mm-hmm. like everywhere I went Xenoblade uh, 2 specifically it was just system upon system upon system, nonstop with that. And what pisses me off with which one too? You know, yeah, I, I yeah. didn't clarify before. I hate, the one I, for Switch. I hate hitting those left buttons because then it opens up a fucking graph every time. <laughs> I'm like, fuck, how do I get out of this thing? I had to hit something like eight more times. But I'm at the point now. I don't see any more bullshit. So 
I think the only one that fucked me over was the first one because I, I was like, no, fuck this shit, and I skipped through it, and then I was like, I was not. I got to what a do boss, I do? I got to a boss where you had to do something in a certain way, and I was like, no. and I couldn't beat it. It's like you need to do it like this. I'm like, fuck, I skipped the tutorial, mm. and sit there and had to watch a YouTube video. Are they meaningful additions that you're getting, Russell, tutorial wise? Is it like teaching you legit things? Yes, I mean uh, it is worth it. It's just that every aspect of the game is essentially you have to go into and close out of menus. It's probably its only drawback is. You go through a cutscene and then it brings you all the way back out to the main menu essentially. New episode, updated weapons, updated personnel, updated uh, uh, utilities and equipment and stuff. And it's just non-stop. You just get notifications. And then, oh, a new episode is available. Alright, well why don't you just fuck Why didn't you just it? put me there? Yeah, just just fuck. So you've got four <laughs> or five of these episodes that pop up that you have to go through and you're just constantly hitting A because... You've got to go through all the speech bubbles. and I It mean, seems like sometimes the episodes are gameplay. Sometimes they're story bits. Sometimes they're tutorials. Well, mostly they're they're all uh, just story bits. Yeah, characters you usually talking. get one battle per chapter, right? That's what yeah. I've been seeing. And it's then you get one everything two, else is yeah. just, and it's just story bits. Yeah. So one is very similar to... I know they said four is like the sequel... It's a it's true the closer sequel. sequel to one. Yeah, I think two and three they went to like the school base one where they were going to like the cadets in the school and they trying to change it up a little bit. Yeah, we got two and I played it a little bit, but I don't really remember much about it. Two is a PSP game. It is. Mm -hmm. It looks actually pretty good. The screenshots I was looking mm -hmm. at. I think I have it. We never got three, so I think I did get it. Yeah. Three is Japan only. Yes. Four. That's when. That's when Sega was going in the pachinkos and they were thinking about getting out of video games altogether. But since those pachinko laws came. In, changed everything that's why they came back into it that's why SNK came back too because they weren't making any money off of it anymore what system is uh, Valkyria Chronicles 3 on? Uh, PSP PSP as well because mm -hmm. they were going strictly portable because that, that one on PS3 didn't sell well so well, it's a different story luckily now. we're still getting yeah. them I'm hoping it charts on MPD when we, when we get those numbers well mm. I've been buying every fucking second game yeah. year, so <laughs> he knows that I bought two of them you bought so. PS4 <laughs> PS4 and Switch and yeah. also got the Switch version I said I'll buy them all this year if they keep fucking bringing them out so let us have them mm -hmm. you're gonna get that's the Switch that's remaster. the only one I've been faithfully buying stuff for so I think I'll get that Switch remaster when it comes out that's like a uh, yeah, I think I'm gonna get that box. one too I will, no. I'll probably go ahead and do it too just so they get my money I think support you saw the MPD on it for Valkyrie Chronicles 4 for the UK right how did it did it, so did it chart? It charted at number two, I think. And Whoa! Then, was that a week? Does UK do weekly or monthly? Weekly. Weekly. Okay. Because remember, Shimu charted on theirs too. That's right. Um, it, it was only for a week, and then it fell off completely. Yeah. Um, that one they said they broke it down to. I think the fifty four fifty four percent were sold on PS four, thirty nine percent was sold on Switch, and then seven percent on Xbox. That's low. that's low for Xbox. I yeah, mean, that's that's, a, that's why I keep telling these Xbox people to be better, better buy these games, man. Yeah. They put if them out there. The chance, and everybody thinks it it's funny. Mm -hmm. You'll get like, more. <laughs> but it's like their their sales are low on that. So, so you you're liking the first one? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's good. It's the same thing that we watched Russell play. It's been a while since I played it. I, was, I just went and started it over again. But it's a, it's the exact same thing. It follows the same type of formula. Mm -hmm. But his is probably uh, more tighter gameplay. So they they made some changes in there that made sense. It's it's been what ten years? It's ten years of refinement and mm -hmm. yeah, pretty much going yeah. back and getting that formula right. Yeah, and then outside of that, I did pop in some uh, Warhawk. So tell us about Warhawk. The servers are gonna go off. Before they are long. going. Was it uh, October? Was it 15, 19, 20, 25th? I think 
It's weird because they got some other ones coming off like October 10th or something like that or October There's 15th. There's two tiers. It's like two yeah. weeks worth. Yeah, because I think, uh, what was it, Mod Nation. PlayStation All-Star. Sound and Shapes goes off on the same day. And then the other day is Twisted Metal, PlayStation All-Stars, and Warhawk, if I'm not mistaken. So it's like five or six total? Yes. It's going to be five this month. And I think uh, I went through there and we got all those free with... Uh, Plus, because I they were all downloaded for me. I didn't buy those, so I, I had I downloaded Twisted Metal, I downloaded All Stars, I downloaded uh, Warhawk. Yeah, I remember. Go ahead and get All Stars came. But out. I, yeah, I went ahead and fired up Warhawk, and I think I said the last time I was on there was 2012. <laughs> <laughs> it's like your last login, you did shit. It was 2012. I was like, all right, cool. Because oh, remember, yeah. you sent us a picture. I sent a picture. It's like here's a random rank upgrade. I'm like, I didn't do shit. I just as soon as I logged in, it's like you you upgraded a rank. I was like, all right, cool. But outside of that, I jumped in straight into a Capture the Flag one. It's as fun as I remember. The only thing I don't remember is like everything. Kinda I love that game. Everything was fucking set on the um, inverted controls. I hate that shit. <laughs> down is up, up is it down. It didn't save your settings? No, 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 because I had to download it fresh. So. Uh, this is coming from ShackNews.com. Um, like Shaq? Shaquille New? Shaq like the small He house. fucking does everything. Kazam. Sound Shapes, Twisted Metal, PlayStation All-Stars, Drawn to Death, Warhawk, and Mod Nation Rangers will yeah. see their online support terminated in the coming weeks. Which is, I, I think all of them are listed as you can still play them all if you do set it to local. Warhawk um, can be history. played with LAN. So, so How can, does that work? So can Twisted Metal. Uh, so can uh, Mod Nation, I think. They said all those can be played with LAN. You have to, and the LAN option sucks because you have to go into the PS3 and then tur basically turn off the internet do LAN. Because it always wants to connect. So if you want to do LAN, you have to disable the internet. Is that our next LAN par party is Warhawk? That's a good one. It's cheap too. It's like two ninety nine. Twisted Metal will no longer be playable from October fifteenth. Yeah. Shack News is reporting, but it will be playable offline. The old and news. PlayStation uh, All Stars Battle Royale is also October fifteenth. That's a shame. That's the. It's another Battle Royale that's tried to come in and. It's the first. And repeat the Fortnite formula, and it's mm -hmm. it's going out. They're turning yeah. it off. It's the one that started it all. A hundred PlayStation All Stars drop on an island. That was my favorite comment, where it was like the Battle Royale games. Like, it's been done before. <laughs> <laughs> and they just posted a picture of PlayStation All Stars. PlayStation All Stars. <laughs> Some fucker was sitting on that shit, just waiting for that day to happen. Like, oh, I got that. How did you do in Warhawk? Does it still feel like it holds up? Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, I never got the yeah. hang of flying. I was that's, always Russell well, and I always ran flags and jeeps. Mm -hmm. That's what it, that's what we were doing. Whatever team I was on, I just jumped in the room and I, we did capture the flag. And yep. somebody was just severely getting screwed. I think it was only like two people on the other team because we were just not endlessly just grabbing the flag <laughs> and just it's not a stop. Yeah, because I was sitting in the the big guns and I'll shoot the fuckers down and then the guy will get pissed and find a gun and kill me and then I just sit there and stare at my dead body for ten seconds and then. And then respawn. I gotta, I gotta set my PS3 up and get in on. It's some a of short download. It's, it's, it's 800 megs. Damn. For the that's digital it. copy. Yeah, that's it. it. With all the DLC, it didn't take long. I, I fired it up that night. I sent you all those photos. And I'm ready. I it was play. good. I had fun. I gotta play. Yeah, I mean, you only got that much longer to play. Before online. it goes on. It's a lot of fucking people online too. So, it's Damn. a lot. You think there's any chance that they see this um, mad rush of people wanting to play and we get either a PS4 port, a server extension, any sort of thing like that? Mm, I doubt it can't take that many resources to run a Warhawk server. Yeah, but you got to remember, honestly, can we? We had this conversation before. Sony's just their hardware company. They don't they don't look at that type of services stuff. Maybe in the future they will. Yeah. Because they're going to have to. Because especially I mean, not for this old ass game. They've already sold off their PC based stuff. They already see that the hardware. It's not working. Hardware sectors. So. And you've read that rumor saying that um, if we're to change our PSN names, possibly we have to ditch 
a lot of that old stuff, so it only makes sense that yeah. they would that they would kill all these. Because yeah, because they said part of it is they have to change each name for each multiplayer game yeah. individually, mm-hmm. the way they have it set up. So that's a nightmare. Did you change your name just out of curiosity? What, do, um, do I have it on PlayStation? This article that says our. It was a, somebody who tweeted who heard something in the grapevine. Remember, he okay. said that. I mean, that's so a rumor, rumor right now. So. He, he said that, um, yeah, you it, it would negate anything you purchased pre-PS4. I'm not doing that. That's what I'm saying, yeah. You lose trof- trophies, you lose uh, downloads, everything. Yeah. And I'm then that. Doing that. What kind of added, I'll stay R.H. Bergman forever on PlayStation. And what kind of added, <laughs> to, added to it was that other rumor with those developers where they have to manually change it for each multiplayer game. So I said, I can see it. Because it has to be changed for each game multiplayer. Mm-hmm. It doesn't. It's not something that does system wide automatically yeah. from one location. It has to be applied to everything. So. So this is a perfect time for them to clean house and start turning off all these old things. True. They said uh, like Uncharted Two and Uncharted Three's multiplayer still active. It's kind of mind boggling. I played Uncharted Two multiplayer. It was pretty good. I didn't play it a lot, but what I played, I liked. So there's still like PS3 servers still up. Mm-hmm. 360 stuff. I think those Call of Duty Modern Warfare servers will be up forever. Mm-hmm. Especially once that hit they got when Modern Warfare 2 went backwards compatible on Xbox. <laughs> Alright, anything yeah. else, Cesar? Outside of that, I did play a little bit of Fist in the North Star, which is kind of oh, like yeah. a... I played the demo, but it, it's very Yakuza-like. It's, it's like a watered-down Yakuza. Because, I mean, you have that open world with a lot of that mechanics in there. It doesn't go as deep as Yakuza. Um, the battle system is completely different. It's more. It's more about the battle system. Um, it is on PS4. I'm sorry. Um, it, it does have the key Kiru skin for DLC, yeah. which is free. I, I bought the now. game too, but yeah. I haven't tried it, so I was curious. But so it's like Yakuza, and you mm-hmm. can actually make it look like Yakuza. And the and the <laughs> main, and the main characters from Yakuza voice the main characters in this game too. So, so we're just using that license. It's all, well, I'm, I'm, it's all Japanese. I'm assuming they didn't do. Um, this is the first time that in English. Really? Yeah, there's English voice acting here. Do you like how they sound? Is it is it well done? Yeah, I mean, I just left on the Japanese one because I'm familiar with the yeah. Yakuza series, so I, I can recognize that. I can't imagine they got the, voice, the so. Kanshiro guy for the English. I doubt they got him. Speaking of that, have you looked into that Japanese voice pack for Valkyria? No. It's actually really well done in English. I was impressed with the performances yeah, and stuff. That voice capture was good. So I, mean, I didn't worry about it. Yeah, and I told you that because I think ever since they bought Atlas, I think their localization in Sega is spot on because I think they're very synchronous I think they're using Atlas for those localizations because everything they, even the Shining Force the, lot, that Shining Dragon one a lot of people give shit about they said it's very story wise it's kind of eh, but they said the localization is well top notch yeah I speed through the speech bubbles anyways yeah he's speed so. remember when we played with him he was speed reading yeah so because they're just like nah, 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 nah. don't even let them go through everything because I want to play the game I got tired of the menu simulator mm. and even though the story is good it's intriguing and it's engaging right um, you know I don't want to sit there for 30 seconds while he says four words we had just as much fun making up stories and backstories exactly. for the characters yeah. yeah yeah but the the Fist of the Stars oh, I've watched the anime one in the 80s and mm. so I mean you're already dead <laughs> you're already Spoilers. dead you can't do anything because you're already dead and then shit your head's exploding so yeah, yeah. Oh, I played the, the two Spoilers. previous games. I know way less about it than I did before. But what? Good stuff. But outside of that, I mean, it, it's from what I've played of it, it you it has all it's it's like an alternate universe of the manga and the and the anime. So it's like you I'm lost you, already. You see these main like characters that were in there, um, that were yeah. in there, but they interact differently and they don't and my only complaints like some of them are major like the the girl you're trying to save and you don't go over their story arcs in there so some of them just you're like oh cool she's here and like like his girl he's trying to get back but it's like 
that's the only time you interact with her. It's, so. She never comes back up. It never really comes back around. Some of them don't come back up. Some of them, I mean, she's a, like a main p- uh, plot point in there. But, I mean, it's they they have they put them in there, but it's, they don't explore the full arc. So, that I mean, that's, it's a little wanting in the story. Do you already know these characters from the anime or the manga? Yeah, because I've, well, I've, I've watched the anime when I was in fifth grade. It's been a while. But so are yeah. they just introducing these people as fan service? So no, yeah, I mean, kind of. I mean, they're telling a different type of story. And these these are, you know, this and North Star was a Shonen Jump comic. Yeah. It's not anymore because uh, they're doing... <laughs> oh my God. Do you have a glass eye? There's a seal walking across <laughs> yeah. the floor. It's like you're like rubbing your eye and it's like glass. Holy shit. But, um... <laughs> they call me Mr. Glass. Oh, God. Russell... You have 98 Rubbed different breaks. Surgically repaired eye. Everybody froze. Yeah. But, I'm probably um, give it a shot this week though, because I'm, I'm kind of curious too. Whoops. Yeah, you, you'll like <laughs> froze. Made <laughs> a face. That's what froze everybody. But um, yeah, because it's very yakuza. Like you'll see it on there. It's not yakuza yakuza, but you can see like, oh, okay, I see what they took from it, and they, and then some stuff. The battle system is more fleshed out, I think, versus the yakuza, which is surprising, but. I mean, if you're going to do Fist of the North Star game, that's what you're going to do it for. The last two games were Musos. I mean... They were okay. You guys mm. you should, you should, guys will know what Fist of the North Star is basically a fucking Mad Max. It's it is, yeah. fucking Mad Max all the way through. Except for Mad Max is a Kung Fu master. Yeah. Now, so. My Fist of the North Star knowledge is Seattle. You got one. Oh, man. Fucking Mad Max. I think I could pick out the logo. Like, if you made four logos mm-hmm. and three of them were fake, I think I could pick out the right it's, one. It's that's, awesome, man. It's you really... It's a very violent anime. It's, mm-hmm. it's awesome. Is it on Crunchyroll or something? I don't know. It's old now. You can buy the entire series on one Blu-ray. Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think it's like 36 bucks or something. Yeah. You get all 52 episodes. They're, the in, they're in standard definition, but the whole thing's on one disc. Do I need to watch like uh, Digits of the North Star or Palm of the North Star or anything like that leading up to... Nah. Um, Mandible of the or, North Star? Only, <laughs> Mandible. <laughs> only if you want to watch questionable porn, probably. Yeah. Uh, where did this come from? We just went, we diverted straight left. Because <laughs> I'm assuming if you're doing the Digits of the North Star and the Palms of the North Star, it's going to be pornographic. Yeah. All right, moving on. Russell, what games do you play? You did this yourself, so. (laughs) Back to games. That's true. He he diverted you, so. Hey, Hey, I didn't think I'd end up with this timeline, so it's it's where we are. It's always the darkest timeline. Over to the sound of uh, two frogs mating. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We pretty much already covered mine. Uh, Of course, we played Mario Party. Uh, I've been putting a lot of time in Valkyria Chronicles 4 on the Mm. Switch. I got the demo. Was playing through that last week that we covered and uh, stopped and and impulse slash just absolutely had to have it. Um, yeah. I've really enjoyed it. I'm on the fourth chapter. Um, like I was mentioning earlier, a lot of menus and tutorials they're, they're not bad. They do help drive the story, so it's not a uh, necessarily a detrimental uh, part of the game, um, but. It does get old after a while, especially when I thoroughly enjoy the actual gameplay. So that's what I want to mm-hmm. get to next, and the uh, tactics and the, the RPG aspect of it, uh, alongside the quasi third-person shooter, are uh, are a lot of fun, and then it's it's uh, really engaging. Like I said, I've been I've been playing. Let's see, I had what four hours on just the demo. Mm-hmm. I probably have close to ten on it now. So what carried over officially from the demo? How did that um, How did that process work? It, it just read my save file. It didn't even prompt me for anything. It didn't require me to load anything. It simply said, oh, here's uh, load your game, and you start from where you left off in the mm-hmm. demo. 
and I got a, I think it was a special decal that I could put on the tank and uh, a couple of other things, but not, nothing major. That was the thing they mentioned you getting from the demo and yeah. being able to use? Like an outfit or uh, some sort of decal, like I said, for the tank. But that was really it. Um, it didn't pull over my save file. It just loaded my progress and registered that I completed those areas. Cool. Um, Easy breezy. So I'll have to check and see what my official time is next time I load it up. Right. Um, other than that, I uh, did play some Mario Kart at work. We had some downtime, and yes. I was able to introduce a new coworker to Switch Mario Kart. How did y'all uh, play? Uh, on the with the stand. Like and tabletop, breaking tabletop, off the Joy-Cons. Yeah. Cool. Uh, like, the, like the commercial. Um, you had your rooftop party. They had played a lot of the GameCube ones. They're actually a huge fan of the GameCube. Um, so I was able to introduce them to the Switch. And they're also super excited about Mario Party coming out. So try to try to get them. You going to run that one into work out. for another downtime day? Oh, definitely. <laughs> Mario Kart's the go-to for uh, when I have to work my overtime hours. But that's about it for me. Games played. You're going to stick with Valkyria? Indeed. It's, you were uh, playing it in pre-production. I was indeed, uh, until my battery died. So i got to figure out, a. I might have to rebuild my uh, Breath of the Wild setup so that I can just kind of push through and destroy some hours instead of having to stop and let it uh, charge again. That's what got me on Wolfenstein. The only reason I stopped playing Shadow, or Shadow of the Colossus. Um, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Wolfenstein. Shadow, uh, Shadow, of Shadow of the Wolfenstein. Shadow of the Wolfenstein was because I had to put it down to charge, and then I got sidetracked by something else. I think yeah. destroyed the battery too. Yeah. <laughs> Wolfenstein does. Yes. Oof. Oh my god. Uh, Doom ate mine up. I yeah. know what you're talking about. Yeah. That Doom was the worst game I played as far as yeah. the battery goes. It, it, I mean, it surprisingly did pretty well. Probably got two hours, forty five minutes or so. I wasn't quite keeping track, but. Right. Um, I don't know. We got a holiday on Monday, so I'm super excited. Although I've been on a huge oh, Tolkien kind of kick for like the last week and a half. Um, I think you might do some reading instead. Uh, I might. I need to try to do some reading, but I also might try to jump into some Lord of the Rings games. See if I can pick something up. There's a Lord of the Rings Tactics for PS3. A random Lord of the Rings game? You got a couple on Xbox and PS4 that are actually decent. Yeah. We yeah, could play I, the Pandemic one on PS3. I know, That's I've a got, good one. That's Battlefront. Some. It is Battlefront. Yeah. The Battlefront we like. I spent all of last week looking at that one that you pulled for GameCube that we never got around to trying. Third so Age? Now I've kind of got, uh, no, I think it was Two Tower. No, it was Return of the King. Return okay. of the King. That one's solid. No. Third Age is uh, Final Fantasy. Third Age is a Final Fantasy. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. I have um, Shadow of Mordor that I've never played, so I might end it's up a good-ass game. throwing mm-hmm. in that in there. I have Shadow of so. War I have not even played <laughs> Did you buy Shadow War when it dropped in price? I did. You got it for both systems. Yeah. Well, it was I, ten bucks for a little yeah. while. That's gonna be another good Black Friday game. I think mm. it's gonna be ten bucks. That's again. the last one that came out. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that, that got I'm both on that one because remember that got the mispriced one for ten bucks for the whole set. I remember being super excited about it and following it through production mm. and release, but um, I've been actually pretty good about not buying mm. impulse games. Except for Valkyrie. Super Valkyrie. Stay he said, the, stay he said pretty demo. good. Pretty he didn't good. say super good. But granted, I have also been keeping track of that game as it's been yeah. also being produced. Because I've always been attracted to the Valkyrie Chronicles games. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've never played one. There you um, go. So this has been my introduction. I love the animation and the art style. It's this beautiful. Characters it's are timeless. interesting. Um, and the gameplay is great. The tactics are fun. 
Did that PS4 remaster sell pretty well? Is that what kind of greenlit this uh, this new wave? Yeah. Yeah. And and the renewed Sega interest and and them putting into their IPs again. That's part of it. Yeah. I mean, a lot of their sales this generation has picked up, but a lot of that I think is because they did that merger with Atlas mm -hmm. when they picked up Atlas. Excuse me. I remember that sold well on PC too, so I think that's a lot of the reason that PS4 version came along. Sega of Europe is a huge advocator for the PC. Mm -hmm. They they're they the one, they the one that ported all that stuff over. Thank you, Sega of Europe. Now, if mm -hmm. we can get Vanquish on current gen consoles, that'd be uh, that'd be great. It's backwards compatible, right? It is, but I'd like to see be a, as close as you get. I like to see an updo. That'd be nice. We've got a couple remasters of things that were already backwards compatible, mm -hmm. so it could happen. Yeah. All right, y'all ready to skip on to news? Let's do it. We're getting uh, we're an hour long and in five the minutes in. <laughs> yeah, not quite long in the two. So I think these were announced last week, but we had a bunch of news, so we didn't cover it. But October's um, actually November's PlayStation Plus games have leaked as well. Yeah, Did y'all see that? that? So October's PlayStation Plus games, you're going to get Friday the 13th, the game, and Laser League. Also, there's a H1Z1 Blue Shift pack for those playing H1Z1. You also get Master Reboot and the Bridge for PS3. Rocket Birds 2 Evolution and 2064 Read Only Memories for the Vita. Here They Lie for PlayStation VR is available until October 2nd. That was kind of brief. Or it must have been like a half month type thing. Mm -hmm. And then Knowledge is Power, a PlayLink game is available through November 6th. I've been wanting to get I think I have that physical. So that'll be a good download. Uh, the big game out of that is obviously Friday the 13th. I think it'd be a lot of fun to play together. It seems like a cat and mouse type thing. Yeah. It's got a lot of fun glitches in it. Any excitement <laughs> level for many of those? 2064 is the only thing I downloaded on that list. I was going to say, uh, is that, what is 2064? I'm, I'm amazed you haven't downloaded 2064 because that's about as fucking police Nazis you're going to get in modern day. <laughs> really? That's basically it's what It's a visual they, novel type thing? That's No, they took that in, that imprint for police Nazis and fucking made that game with it. And it's on Vita. I could carry it around. Mm-hmm. Uh, on the Xbox side, four new, new games. It's coming on Switch at some point, too. Is it? If you want to wait, Ooh. yeah. 2064 is? Mm hmm I need to look into it since you compared it to Police Nuts. I'm super intrigued. Yeah, it's a cyberpunk type game. Uh, Xbox Live, there's two. Obviously, there's two games on Xbox One and two on 360. The 360 ones will be backwards compatible. Mm -hmm. We're getting Overcooked, the Good multiplayer game. cooking crazy. I've always wanted to try this. It's so fun. That'd be a fun one to download and we all play here. I think it'll be a good time. It's fun. Yeah. I enjoy playing with y'all. It's the first time we've all we've all gamed together. Russell and I grew up gaming co-op and me and Cesar have a long history, but it's fun playing. Throwing Michael in the mix. Yeah. Uh, Overcooked and Victor Vran. I have no clue what that is. That just came out for Switch, too. Are actually. your Xbox One games? Any you know anything about it? No, not really. <laughs> no details. I remember looking at some screenshots and be like, mm, nah. For the 360, the first half of the month, you can get Stuntman Ignition. And then from October 16th through 31st, you can get Hitman Blood Money. That is a pretty solid old school Hitman, if I remember mm -hmm. right. Remember that one selling mm -hmm. a ton when I was in retail. Yeah, it's all right. So those it's are a weak month overall, but I mean, you know, they're free, so. So the leaked November games, did y'all see those for PlayStation Plus? I did. Mm -hmm. It was Bulletstorm, and I can't remember the Yakuza other one. Yakuza Kiwami. That's right. Which is a fantastic game. You could give uh, Yakuza a shot, Mifi, and join the decade of Yakuza. Actually, both of those are great. Bulletstorm's not... As good as Yakuza, in my opinion, was still really good. Bulletstorm was on sale at Best Buy like maybe a year, year and a half ago. Cesar jumped, and I jumped too, and went to go pick it up, and I had gotten the Xbox copy. Well done. So mm -hmm. we couldn't, I was like, let's play co-op. 
and I hadn't. I have it on Xbox. One. I wonder if they're gonna give you the Duke Nukem stuff with it as well. That'd be that'd be cool. Hmm. Probably comes with it. I don't probably I don't think that was like a separate. I think they pushed it as a sales on thing, Xbox. But... There are two different things. Oh well, really? Yeah, because I bought it. It was like three dollars. It, it was super cheap. It was like three bucks for the regular one or five bucks for the one with Duke Nukem. I was gotcha. like, yeah. I'll, I'll play the Duke Nukem one. Might as well. Yeah. Uh, next up, last week we talked about Telltale closing down. Do y'all want to go in on this? It's kind of a hot mess. Yeah. I mean, I I think we could pretty much cover it. I know they laid off, what, a few more people, right? Yeah, they had said last week that it was going to be like a skeleton crew of 25 who were going to continue working on finishing... Contractual obligations. Yeah. I think they were done with, like, they weren't going to do any more Walking Dead. They were going to work on that Netflix yeah. uh, interactive thing they were working on. The Minecraft. Minecraft is what it was for Netflix. Yeah. I mean, it was already done. They were just pouring it. So GameSpot's re- reporting that they have laid off their skeleton crew, the 25 people who had who had survived the pink slip round a couple weeks ago. Well, she came. there was a young lady who said that, and she came back and clarified. She said there's still people there. There's still a couple people there. Was, there. there was only a, she was laid off and a couple other people, but there's still more people there. Another rumor had stated that they were looking for um, a studio to take on this team and to finish it. So instead of, there was kind of some ill will because they were looking for someone to finish their game when they still hadn't paid the people who had been working on it. Mm-hmm. So maybe those people can, can get under another developer and get that game out and get paid. They're in a pretty high rent area and all that kind of stuff. And just to be told... You're out. You got 30 minutes. Say bye to everybody. And you have insurance. Apparently in that meeting they said you got insurance till the end of the month. And somebody's like, fuck, that's nine days. What am I supposed to do with nine days worth? Yeah. So, it's kind of a rotten story all around. I hope those people land on their feet. Definitely. It seems to be with the gaming industry, when something like that happens, there's always people reaching out. And they're in, a, they're in a high area for that type of work and things like that. Unless you have a super stable, like, you know, uh, Microsoft owner, you know, whatever sort of a huge back thing and you almost seem like your contract worked it seems like right yeah <laughs> it's like if your shit doesn't do well or whatever there's you might be looking for another job quickly right some of the you know microsoft bought up what five or six studios mm-hmm. and announced it during e3 and some of these people have have bragged before about staying independent being independent and yeah. and being able to follow their creative vision and microsoft's going to be able to let them do that but with that that money umbrella that comfort safety mm-hmm. net of of being able to be creative and and not worry about rent and mortgages and things like that. So I think that's always a good thing, so long as Microsoft doesn't stifle them. I think EA was buying up studios not too long ago and mm-hmm. shuttering them left oh, they, and right. They're known for doing that. Yeah, yeah. bleeding them dry and Microsoft's not as, well, at least I don't know. I, don't, I can't think of anything that's no, too bad. They'll end up shifting everybody over to a different thing of anything else. And just to let you know that 2064 is on Switch. It is on it now. Currently? Yeah, and it's for $20.64. Yeah, I'll take the free version. <laughs> I'll take the free Vita one and save the $20. But yeah, check it out. That's what it looks like. It looks like Please Not. Whoa. Yeah. That looks great. I'm a fan. Physical copy? Two screenshots. Is Limited uh, Run doing They are doing a physical copy. Hmm. Let me try it on Vita and see what it's like. I have the physical copy for Vita and PS4. Yeah, for Vita. Mm-hmm. Uh, next up. The Witcher game series, which we all know was based off uh, Polish novels written by Andrzej Sapkowski. I remember reading about this. I did pretty well <laughs> with, that. with that. Name. I started yeah. reading one of those books. I got through... Uh, yeah. I was reading the first one, which was more of an anthology. It didn't really have a cohesive story. It was just more adventures of the Witcher, basically. Mm-hmm. You got past Tom Bombadil? Oh, God. I'll never get past Tom <laughs> Bombadil. It's a damn song. 
So when he sold the rights to Geralt and that whole world and everything, it was apparently for I'm trying to see the exact amount. He didn't want royalties. So a lot of times when they when they'll sell their IP for game makers and things like that, it'll be you know if it's successful, they're successful. He just wanted. He didn't think it would go anywhere, so he just kind of settled. And there was a quote somewhere. I think it was less than like two hundred thousand dollars is what it broke down to. But obviously, CD Projekt Red has taken that Witcher franchise and just run with it. Mm -hmm. So he is coming back now and wanting $16 million in compensation because they've made so much money and been so successful. It's getting the Netflix series coming out. Uh, these numbers are also from GameSpot article. Hmm. So apparently, from things I've, I've heard elsewhere, in American copyright law and things like that, it's a done deal. You sign the contract, you turn them over, that kind of stuff. That's what I'm saying. Like if that if the situation is explained the way yeah. you say it is, hey, I sold you this for X amount with no royalties. <laughs> done deal. That's too it. bad. You like, surrendered that. You surrendered. You that didn't profit. make the character popular. These people that bought it from you did. Right. So like I never I never would have bought those novels if I hadn't played that game exactly and wanted to know more about that character. Mm -hmm. You didn't make. Oh, I mean, I guess you technically kind of you, you made the character, but. CD Projekt Red developed that game. They made the character visible outside exactly. of that. Exactly. He's brought like a celebrity in Poland. Mm -hmm. But we knew nothing about that series yeah. or those novels until, yeah. until the game. I think he's, his argument was he's he was undersold. And then yeah. their argument was like, no, he paid up front. He never paid with royal. He never asked for royalties. You signed. You didn't want that. So, so he, he's saying yeah. that he wants royalties. So Yeah, he can't backpedal like that most times. Apparently, Polish law is not quite as locked down, or I don't know what the yeah. term is. Not as cut and dry as... Well, I'm sure in a couple of weeks we'll find out what happened, right? Yeah, we'll have an update on <laughs> yeah. that at some point, because that was, that was hot news for a minute. Uh, there was a Harry Potter RPG footage that leaked. I watched this video. It was kind of janky, but it actually did look pretty cool. So it was apparently, apparently there was a mall in... Uh, did y'all see where it was at? Mm. A Reddit user posted it. It wasn't in Utah, right? I don't see exactly where it was. Because that studio they're rumoring it, that's developing is in a Utah studio. So it said it's a shopping mall. But they were paying people $8 to view a game footage clip under a tent. Like, you had to sign a disclosure. You didn't have a phone and all this kind of stuff. <laughs> so I'm hoping they don't track down this person. They can get in pretty hot water as far as that stuff goes. But they took videos of this, and it looks like a like a creature on Hogwarts character, and there was magic shown and exploration and going into caves. And hmm. are y'all semi Potterheads? I know Russell's a big fan. I've mm -hmm. watched the movies, and that's it. I played some of the games. So. I've watched as many movies as books I read, so I'm at four. And Prisoner Azkaban is the only good one, anyway. So. That's the best one. I will agree. That is your favorite. As I would well, say it's the only good one, but yep. it's definitely the best one. It's the only one that directed by Hispanic. <laughs> That's why it's the best. Hispanic directors. <laughs> yep. So did this, uh, you you three guys watched the video. Is this what you would want from a Harry Potter game? It looked pretty damn good. I think it looked excellent. It's supposed to be a Warner Brothers game. I'd uh, be down for sure. People are tying together. This is a Verge article. Uh, last year, Avalanche put out an advert for a writer with deep understanding of British culture to work on an RPG with branching storytelling. So as people are starting to put these, uh, these pieces together and think that it may be a, a Harry Potter type thing. Well, the whole video was very Harry Potter themed. It was not any kind of question as to what the mm -hmm. what the what the property was. So maybe we'll have some more news on that later. Project Stream from Google. 
this is also a Verge article, and I have signed up for this. So at E3, a big hot topic was streaming games to a platform. Microsoft says they're interested in it. Nintendo has done, dabbled in it with Resident Evil and Assassin's Creed now. So Google has announced something called Project Stream. This is also from The Verge. A video streaming service is calling a technical test. So what you'll be able to do if you sign up for this beta, if they pick you, seems like a lottery type thing, is any Chrome browser, I guess the most up-to-date one, um, you'll be able to stream Assassin's Creed Odyssey. So I signed up to try this out. Hopefully you get it. See, see how it works. It's in 4K too. You think oh, wow. it's supposed to play that well? That's what No, an article says it displays in 4K. I was reading it. So there's an article on The Verge if you guys want to sign up and try to be on that demo. Uh, the only stipulation it says you got to have Google Chrome installed and a, a internet home internet connection of at least 25 megabits per second to play the game smoothly. And you must be 17 or older. Yeah. m rated game. So I definitely think gaming is going this way. Yeah. I, I think our, our internet just needs to catch up. That seems to be what it's yeah. what, what is what is the holdup, but you remember that rumor from a couple of weeks ago about the two Microsoft consoles, like one will be more mm -hmm. streaming focused, and one still has that traditional experience of maybe buying a disc or I don't know, a flash drive or whatever you whatever the next format ends up being and popping it in, and even though there's day one updates and all that kind of stuff, there was a um, you got did you beat Tomb Raider? Did you keep playing Tomb Raider? I'm I'm putting Tomb Raider down for a while. So apparently there I'm not was super a, keen on it. there was a secret ending that they patched out with the day one update. Oh yeah. So people that were offline and just bought the game and popped it in, there was a there was a, a special part to the ending mm -hmm. that nobody else got hmm. that referred to. I don't know much about the story of either series, so the but first it, game. it kind of threw back to the villains of the first game. It's the the lady from the first game, and you also have uh, the end. You have the picture of the pyramid and the T Rex and. There's a lot of references to the first game. So why do you think they patched that out? They just decided not to go in that direction, or maybe they didn't get I'm, green light for another game? Oh, I mean, it seems like they left them more open-ended just in case they make another game. They didn't want to get suckered in, or stuck into making a remake of that first game, maybe. They didn't want to get the wrong impression. Like, oh, they're going to remake the first one. Tomb Raider anniversary anniversary? Yeah. So, just that done in the, that engine. If they make another one. Square Enix released a whole bunch of bullshit in the same month, so... And then complain about sales. They did kind of clog their own mm -hmm. pipeline. Threw it in the month with Spider Man. That was never a good idea. Yeah, that Dragon Quest should have came out in August. Yeah. There's nothing in August. Gone, against, August gone against Shinmu. Shinmu. Yeah, yeah, it was kind of a bad spot. The August of Sega. Uh, last but not least, in news, I, th I think everybody's getting tired. It's about time to wrap it up. Y'all want to do any other discussions after news? I think we're good. I don't think we have. I don't any. think we have anything planned because mm -hmm. we never discussed about another list or anything. Like no, that, we so. didn't. I threw my business out, but that was that was over uh, chat. So, so last bit of news: uh, Wall Street Journal is reporting. This, I think this was from another Wall Street Journal, like a Japanese one, maybe. Japanese Wall Street. I think. It was. Yeah, WSJ. <laughs> yep, WSJ. There's one guy in there. WSJJ. Was was it? I forgot. Was it Takahashi? He always does the Nintendo stuff for Wall Street Journal. This He's is pretty also, close to him. So he's probably a repute, good, uh, good source. He he gets the he gets stuff from them, a lot. So this is also from The Verge. Um, they're quoting a report in the Wall Street Journal thing, saying that Nintendo is planning to release a new version of the Switch next year. The updated hardware is said to be planned for the second half of 2019. It could come as soon as the summer. Um, and they didn't go into details. They said the mm -hmm. speculation was just the LCD screen might get upgraded, improved LCD screen. Yeah. So we complained. We were talking about the battery life taking a hit on some of those games earlier. Probably be improved battery, a little sharper screen, maybe. They're very vague. They're very smart because they didn't want to 
put anything out there that right. wasn't going to be kept promise. Or they could be directed back to him. They did say that it was highly unlikely they would do OLED screen, but it would be an upgraded LCD. Probably like LED made base. You guys interested in buying an upgraded Switch? Nope. I don't uh, either. Depends on how much of an upgrade it is, to be honest. Yes. You'd be interested. And depends on how much of the upgrade. If it's a better screen, then yeah. Yeah. It's like the article you read about the 4K TV. You could die tomorrow. I'm going to enjoy it. That's true. Yeah. Well, so I'm, I'm going to buy it with a better screen and look at a shitty-ass screen. <laughs> Especially if you play Portable all the time. I, give up my I do play a lot of Portable. Yeah. I play mostly on TV. So it'll work for some people. Well, we don't know anything about it. But yeah, I mean, I still play it's a Portable. a lot of speculation so. right now. Yeah, we talked yeah. in pre-production about... Uh, it's kind um, of a crappy thing to come out before the holidays. So. I mean, well, I'll just wait. It's a Nintendo, uh, it's a Nintendo yeah. thing. It's a Nintendo thing. Yeah, yeah they always iterate yeah. on hardware. This is not, this is not a surprise. Yeah. We talked in pre-production about the DS Lite coming out after the DS, and mm-hmm. we were all playing DS at the time, and DS Lite was just a huge improvement. Better screens, lighter, better battery. That thing was just a even, way better design model. Even better is Game Boy Advance than Advance SP. Oh, that's a huge mm-hmm. jump. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if well, Nintendo surprises right That's now. why somebody was throwing up a clamshell yeah, what is Switch that? models. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> is it people, you've had people asking you for those model Game Boys, or mm-hmm. you've just seen them high-priced, or... Uh, both apparently yeah. there's a huge wave of people looking for that specific model of Game Boy Advance SP. I think it's an ASG 101. Yeah, the one I with the it. brighter screen. It's uh, good stuff. You, apparently, you can load up that hard drive or whatever I sent to you. I don't even remember what it was now, but you can load it up with games like a Raspberry or something. Mm-hmm. And they have flashcards for them. You can put DS games. Yeah, in people games. are just going crazy. Apparently, that's the current high school kind of teenage thing to do is to get an old SP and. It sounds so old. Yeah, high schooler probably didn't have one. High schooler probably grew up with a DS. Mm-hmm. That was that was my high school area. Yeah, it's Game but, Boy Advance. But yeah, that's just super portable. I means there's still damn design. good games on that console. Mm-hmm. We're getting into the generation of people that were born after 9/11. Yep. They're in high school. Oh, yep. super off topic, but I, just, I wanted to let you know that um, yes, the PSP batteries mine are swollen, and mine still got swollen outside of the console. Seriously, I had taken it out of my console and I as a preventative measure, and it and still it, did it. it. Damn, I'm not you, you didn't see now. that. You didn't see that tweet from Jeff Gertzman mm-hmm. where he said he went back and looked at all his. Um, this he said he he went through four PSP batteries and they all got swollen. Mm. So they were all just ticking time bombs. It didn't matter what I we did with it, them. I think it's just a. It's eventually going to happen. Yeah. Yeah, that's the type of battery. I mean, certain phones at a place where I work. <laughs> Uh, after, Everywhere has phones. After a that's while, non-specific. after a while, the uh, the screens like you know if they've been there for a while, it's just that some type of battery that will actually like, pry the pry the uh, screen off. Even. Crack it because it yeah. never turns. But off. it just it just looked like a balloon. It just started to blow I'll, up. I'll let you know because that, that was my. I bought a three thousand. I put my two thousand in that three thousands box, mm-hmm. and when I opened it up and I saw the battery was swollen because something was was rattling around in the box, and I was like, "Fuck!" And I opened it up. It was yeah, it was a battery because it fell out the placeholder. That was inside the box. I got a, I got a 1,000, 2,000, and 3,000. I didn't look at my 1,000 or 3,000 and see. 3,000 was the one I was currently using. So. Did your battery case, because I had not pulled my battery out, did your battery case just break clean? Did it come off clean? Did I haven't checked those other ones, because that one was already... It was already off, because you had yeah. it separated. Yeah, because I had already... When I put it in the box, I just took everything out and put it everything in this placeholder. So Do check them, because when I was researching it, some people found them, and it had messed with their screens. Mine was mm-hmm. fine. And my door broke off clean, like it, it went right back on there. 
but that larger capacity one I bought has has got a new door on it. So yeah. mm-hmm. hopefully I'll be able to talk about that next week. I'm gonna have to check that when I get home though. Now you're nervous. I, I got me worried. Michael's gonna get home in like 15 minutes. No. What, what, what's another, my double, PSP battery? Double the it's time. It's already gonna be there. It's either gonna be there or it's not. What's another five years? What's another five minutes for all those years? It's too late. So PSA, check your uh, PSP batteries. I mean, at least I know I took one out of my 2000. I know I got a 2000 that works. Mm-hmm. And something happened with my 3000 and 1000. So I know at least one of the 3000s at the house works because Nelly was playing it not that long ago. What was she playing on it? Final Fantasy IV. That's like the complete one on there, right? Yeah. And after years and all yeah, that. Yeah, it's got the both. middle and after. Yeah. Are those versions of Final Fantasy one and two good on there? Uh, they're pretty damn good. I really it's just, just updated to play Crisis graphics. Core. Yeah. I love the shit out of Crisis Core. Crisis Core is fantastic. Yeah. It's so good. That roulette system PSP's and everything. It's actually really good for RPGs. Yeah. Dude, when I started looking over the like hidden gems and libraries and all that, that's yeah. a hell of a library on that PSP. Mm-hmm. It's a shame they kind of wet the bed with the Vita and didn't really. It just wasn't there, and it could have been that successor. PSP sold like 80 million units. It's crazy. And but, the DS was at like 150, but... But the, they both had that same issue at the very end. They were just heavily pirated because there was a lot of games towards the end that we didn't get. Yeah. Hacking memory cards. Because they were like, they were stopping bringing shit over because yeah. it was pirated systems. We're not going to make money. That's right, why we, they went through all that bullshit proprietary memory for the Vita because... Uh, that is what did it to us. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what uh, did All it the to hacking us. from the previous generation did that shit, so... Yeah, because I saw I can get a 32 gig micro SD and put it in one of those memory duo adapters. It's like ten dollars on eBay or Amazon. Mm-hmm. That'll be my max PSP. I had an eight gig stick in there. I'm kind of proud of myself. Well done, sir. <laughs> At the time, yeah. That's, yeah, that's that, impressive. That put some games on. There. I think I have a two gig in mine. Two gig. Yeah. But I don't really have anything downloaded. It's all I've all I've all UMDs. Is anybody down for some ad hoc PSP, SoCom or anything? Depends on what we're playing. <laughs> I just want to try something. Yeah. Try something. I like playing on obsolete technology. I'm in a retro kick right now. Yeah. I mean, that, that's kind of what, what it is. That's kind of what, what we all do. So I mean, I, yeah. I hopefully have <laughs> That's three, why we're here. Yeah. I hopefully have three PSPs left. I know I got one, so. I have at least two. Who knows if one works, but I know at least yeah, one. I just have one. I thought I'd pull two out of there. I have two of those sleeves. You know, the oh, black PSP sleeve that mm-hmm. goes in there? What, you just what about the something? Go? I think the Go batteries are different. I, yeah, it's different. Okay, because I have a like, I have a Go as well. The Go the Go the Go solution was the one that was to stop the Pandora battery pandemic that people were doing that. Okay, so the Go should be fine then. Yeah, because okay. they use a completely different battery system. The the, okay. the removable ones are having issues. All right, all right, cool. It's not the internal one, so I want to get the component cables too and try that out. And I have them. Check it up on TV. Does it play yeah. pretty well? Does it look no, good? It looks like ass. It looks like it ass. Looks about this what four, you would. <laughs> I think the four by three, right? When I plug mine in, it doesn't dude, it's been so long. Yeah. I don't even. I don't even but I could do that to that CRT in there, and it might mm-hmm. look, it might look it pretty sharp. Yeah. Yeah. It looks about like a, a well equivalent of like what I'd say a Vita TV looks like with the Vita game, where it's like this looks way better on that smaller screen, but I mean you could still play it. Uh, OLED's unstoppable. Anyways. It's beautiful. I'm trying to remember that. I think it was Freedom Unite. Not uh, the OLED would eventually die though, so just heads up. It is going to die. It is organic. So Russell has the superior Vita. Uh, and well your Japanese a, one. Yeah. As, um, uh, I have a 2000 as well. Software. All right. I'm the only one without the uh, latest and greatest Sony handheld. Well, we have a, I have And I'm stuck on the old one. All right. I think that'll wrap up this episode. You guys can find us on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Overcast, and now Spotify. Yay. Just search for no podcast. We're we doing there. a list next week, are we? Would you like to do a list? You proposed know. a list. Proposed I don't know actually, like how 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 are we feeling on list, how are we feeling on Game Club. I feel I feel Game Club has been falling off. Game Club personally. is in shambles and crashing and burning. It never works. We we had this conversation the other He's day. He's the only one that plays them 
I'll play them ninety percent of the time. You usually travel too much, and you just you got too much going. I'm on I'm fifty fifty. Yeah. Is the problem is there's too, there's too much stuff for us to concentrate on. I mean, if it was like slow, slow months almost every month, but it's not a slow release. month. It's not yeah, a slow say, for the next six months. It's not. Slow we're though. probably never gonna get another slow month because next year it looks. One of the big visions that. I had for for Game Club was also listener feedback, like how we, yeah, what they thought of it and what what they were experiencing and kind of bouncing that stuff off. And we haven't gotten a whole ton of that. So I say for Game Club, then uh, you know, just my suggestion, we put it on the back burner for now. Maybe revisit it and come back to it. I think it would help too to have like a bi monthly Game Club game instead of yeah, every two months. That makes more sense. Yeah. I mean, it's something that somebody could do a slow grind too. Yeah, we can make them longer games, possibly. Because you, I mean, Russell may only have one day to fucking put in. A, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, game that, club game, he might just have one day to put in. So. Yeah, and that's why I'm chuckling over here because this month I'm finally actually not traveling every day of and every you could week do a game club and game. actually actually do stuff. But but, but, but I am instead so. of <laughs> instead of doing game club though, I'm getting caught up on the last nine months of games that have come yeah. out mm-hmm. that I just haven't really had a yeah. chance to play. Because you mentioned you want to play God of War, Spider-Man. Yeah, I still haven't finished God of War. I haven't even picked up Spider-Man. Yeah. Spider-Man! Um, you can't not have. So, Every episode. Our longest segment yeah, and our most commented on segment is games played. People mm-hmm. want to know what we're playing. They want to know our takes. You guys buy a lot of new releases. We dabble in a bunch of either handheld shit or retro stuff. Mm-hmm. And and I think we're good at that comes out in that. Yeah, we stuff. all played Mario Party. We kicked around making Luigi's Mansion a uh, game club game, but we're all going to get Luigi's Mansion, and we're going to be able to chime in without the pressures of. It's going to be on. Hey, I got to play this in three weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Right, so it, it's taking care of itself. I think I think we're good for. Yeah, and you're and what you brought up too as well is that you know we can't really enjoy these games. We're forced to do them in a shortened time period. So yep, it's, yeah. We're just like we're. It, it makes it a mundane task for us. And then sometimes, like, like I don't want to play. This I've shit got to play Mario it. RPG. I yeah, got two yeah. hours. Let me see how far I can get. Mario see, Mario RPG, RPG was good for me because uh, it had been a while. And I've been wanting to get to it anyway. But like Red Dead rolled around. It's just like I played. A I shit played ton it of Red too Dead, early. Yeah. yeah. And I want to beat Red Dead before the second one comes out, even though it doesn't really matter since the second one's a prequel. But <laughs> doesn't really. Doesn't Red really Dead killed me because I've been hyped up on this moment of going to Mexico and this music plays and all that, mm-hmm. and I'm in a shootout as I cross the border and I don't get shit. That's when I stopped when I got to Mexico. After I saw the music, I was like this is great, and I got saved in a hotel and I just ran around like this, and then I was stop playing. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> guns in the air. <laughs> yeah. All right, so guys, check us out on Spotify, all those platforms we mentioned. Just search for No Podcast. We're also on Twitter and Instagram as No Podcast, and you can email Russell with your corrections and your complaints. Nofodcast at gmail.com. Anything, any questions you want us to read on air? Any uh, collection tips for me for PSP, or uh, if you want to teach some Japanese to Michael? If you want to help Cesar with some of his VR sickness? I still got sick during Astrobot at some points. Oh, yeah. Have yeah. you tried the wristbands? We talked about the wristbands. Is there a wristband? I was fine. Oh, the, I was the fine the on both. It's like these VR pressure point. <laughs> it's like it's for, for it's for boat sickness. And you want me to buy those things? I'm like I'm I'm okay on the boat. Okay I didn't get boat. sick on the boat. Did yeah, you? that's all. We're fine. Yeah, right? so I don't I see. One boat, I don't know how that would help so me. Take but I don't think it had to do with the boat. I think it had to do with just not not eating. We were hungry. Yeah, like we didn't take enough snacks. I'm hungry now. No drink. Yeah. Because that's what they recommend is the seasickness bracelets, right? Yeah. I'm like I don't get seasick so. All right, if y'all have any tips for not getting sick in VR, because we have a we have a lot of listeners with VR. Yeah, if you so. find some way to tell my brain like this is not fucking real, chill out, <laughs> then yeah, let me know. Because the fan works for me sometimes, like turning the fan on. Oh God, I, I was sweating like a pig on the Resident Evil Seven one. I it's just like, have a with, problem with the, with the fan. The lens is fog. Just I don't lens is fog, and I start sweat back there. It's like yeah. 
I got. I never have any problems when I'm on the bridge crew. I, well, you play so fucking much, but you outside play with of glasses? that, mm-hmm. yeah, I play with mine with glasses too. But I have a fucking AC unit behind close. me blowing, oh, so. so you're good on heat. Yeah. Oh yeah. All right, we gotta wrap this up and get y'all out of here, uh, guys. Thanks for listening to us, and uh, we we'll look forward to talking to you next week. All right. Bye. Later. Adios. Peace. We'll be right back.